dog. You did a watch party all day, didn't you? Let's get it, dog. I was just dog. helping Brian out. I was just chilling with Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode on The Flank. I'm joined today by the new co-host of The Flank, the 20-time champ, the two-time world champ. Look at this motherfucker. Look at that check in the background. $400,000 check. You 600, can't see 600, this. 600. $600,000. <laughs> Excuse me. I was missing a couple hundred. But let's give it up for eggs. Let's get away to the chat back. Welcome to The Flank, my guy. Yes, sir. First official... First uh, official. Call, Call of Duty CDL backflank. Hell yeah, dude. And then we also got Doug Sensor Martin, the one and only, to go joining us as a guest today. Let's show some love to Mr. Doug Sensor Martin. What's going on, Doug? Let's go, baby. Come on, God's baby. Back, it's a card is fucking back, baby. It's back. I don't know about you guys, but I was hyped as fuck watching the games. Listen, I know COD has had their, their struggles, and people are bitching and moaning about certain things, and I agree with everything everybody's bitching about, but today was fun. Today was fun. Watching all the games, seeing everybody go at it head-to-head. -head. People were yelling at each other. The crowd was electric early on. They died out towards the end a little bit, but uh, early on, the crowd was electric. Did you guys get a chance to watch? I, I know, Doug, you just said you watched all the games. Pat, did you see everything? It was a long day. Yeah, so I, I, watched, don't know. I, I don't know if you guys saw everything. I watched every series except for that London Seattle one, but I guess I'm glad that was a three zero. Yeah, that was a three zero. That was a blowout. That was a blowout. But I looked at all the stats, and yeah, that like it was weird because all those stats were close, but that series was not close. So yeah, it was a weird game. And listen, I I was telling the chat because I I did a watch party all day today. You know, the first few weeks, man, we don't need to break down these matches and go super in-depth on everything. Honestly, I don't know about you guys, but this is like the first time I'm actually looking at a mini-map and seeing two pro teams go at it and see kind of what they're doing. We, I mean, you could watch team scrims. The only person that streams them from time to time right now is Zinni. Um, and even when you're watching just one POV, it's kind of hard to understand what's going on on the mini-map and kind of what people are doing. So yep. I feel like the first week or two, especially the whole kickoff, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to go too crazy in breaking down the games. Obviously, I have some things that I want to say about the game modes and from what I've seen, uh, and and stuff like that. But you know, last year we were breaking down every little tiny moment, and I don't think we're gonna do that until like midway towards the end of the year when there's some really big matches on the line and everybody knows how to play. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm still trying. To, listen, I'm still getting a good understanding of how the games played a little bit and some of the maps and stuff. Doug, you probably played the most out of me and Pat. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah, there's one thing I did want to say in this. I mean, I watched every single map from today, but this first series when we're going to talk about it, there was one huge thing that I saw where Slasher and Gunless just, there was something they should have done on that bokeh that they didn't do that obviously Florida did, Dave Patty did really well. And I think that they're going to go back to the VOD and they're going to know exactly what I'm about to say when we get into it. So I'm just going to wait till we get to the map. For sure. Well, speak, speaking on that, that series, I mean, LAG didn't look as good as I thought they were going to be. And I think a lot of people thought, like, if you look at the breaking point predictions, I think, like, every 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 person picked LAG to win that series except Study. And, I, I, I mean, Florida Florida looked good. Like, Skies looked really good. But Florida overall looked good. But I just think LAG looked oh, underwhelming to me. I don't I don't know what it was. I, mm -hmm. I feel like they I thought they were going to be good, but it just turned out that they just looked, I don't know, just, just – Yeah, well, they, they didn't we'll really get have... into it. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit. Let's switch on over, over to the other. Uh, we can check out the gameplay a little bit and just kind of scroll through the matches. But obviously, the team's going to be Hook, Asum, Slasher, and Gunless. That's going to be the team for the Los Angeles Gorillas going into it. I don't know if you guys saw the, the, the vetoes or if you guys even care about the map set or the vetoes right now. But it started with a Bokage Hardpoint, Berlin S&D, Tuscan Control, Berlin Hardpoint, and Desert Siege S&D. There's a lot of Bokage today. A lot of I mean, Bokage. Yeah, a lot of it. you because I know, I know that was like the one map that everyone was like, yeah, this map sucks. But I that mean, map was played a ton. Listen, like it's every fun. Series almost. Listen, it's fun to watch. That's for sure. 
It's definitely fun to watch. I, I feel like it's definitely really cracked. It's hard to keep up with what the fuck's going on sometimes. But anybody who watches Call of Duty a lot, and you, it's just nice to see pro players running around just gunning each other, playing at such a fast <laughs> pace. I'm going to be honest. It's pretty entertaining to watch. Uh, obviously, usually on a Bokage, the one thing I notice is the maps are pretty close for most of the time. I feel like yeah. teams are just kind of it's so scrappy, is it not? Yeah, every single hill. There's not like a money hill. And Doug, I mean, Doug, you play, so like, is that kind of is that kind of accurate? Like, it's really hard to hold a money hill. Well, honestly, it, it's hard to hold most of the hills in the game, but I do see a lot of teams hold good time on P5, P2, and you even saw today with New York, they held P1 extremely well. Sometimes, if like this is the thing that I well, think that was that, like an anomaly to me. Well, the, Boston was just that, making that. Boston that was, was crazy, making yeah. a lot of yeah, Boston was making a lot of shortcut routes. So like whenever a team gets blended on P1, it's because of spawning back wheel, and when that happens, you got to commit to hitting tunnel top, maybe late hitting field late. But I think what happens a lot is when teams get funneled like that is they try to just shortcut and go gate. And there's a guy on top gate heady killing them as they cross. And then if you have like a two dead or a three dead at any point, the last guy's never going to be able to do anything because he's going to get one to get traded. So you really need to be able to do a good job of taking a tunnel route and then going top and just playing for a pick and then trading out after that. And the teams aren't going to do that. They're not going to get time on P1. They're not going to be able to flip a spawn. Um, and ultimately, you saw with New York, they just had a really good hold on it. But yeah. I think P5 and P2 are the biggest hills and, and bokage where you could really rack up a lot of points, especially at, like, the highest level of the game. You said P5 well, and P2? Is that what you said? Yeah, P5 and P2. Yeah, I feel like P2 is a big one. You see a lot of people on that P1 hill. They, they don't even give a fuck about the P1 hill. Everybody's trying to play for those P2 spawns. They're thinking about that next hill. Probably because it's a money hill. You can actually lock down some time. I feel like that P1 is kind of hectic. You can lock down. I was talking to Tom Gravity a little bit because obviously he's been grinding the game in challengers. He said that you can every hill is pretty much double sided. You can hold a lot of hills from both sides. It's just basically uh, if you get those back spawns, you're just kind of spawning a little bit closer, right? So obviously the spawns are favorable, but it's super mixy with how small Bokage. I'm always saying Bokage, but I really start saying Bokage. But on Bokage, I feel like the the spawns are you know the, you spawn so close. Hey, even if yeah. you're coming from the front, it's just a flood fest. It's a trade fest. That's a, at least from what I'm seeing. It's hard to to make it into you know to play it in a system if that makes sense. And, and I, I don't think, know if you guys agree with me on that. No, I, th I think you're 100% right. And I think that's why this win from Florida was so surprising on this map. Because if you if you really look at it, like, and I think this is some of the flack Florida got in the whole offseason was they they realistically have three what would have been traditional ARs on their team, right? Like Awakening, sure, he was a flex, but Skies was always an AR. Mm -hmm. Dave Patty's an AR. And then Skies comes out with a sub Ryan. and literally is having his way with the Gorillas. Yeah. Like, it was actually nuts. He was... He looked like he was just winning every every fight he squared up with. So he was moving good um, toe. His movement yeah, was on point. Yeah, he just he looked was, like he's feeling himself with it, honestly. But with a sub too. So that's kind of my question: Is he gonna be running like the the sub, or is that awake? Like who's no, he's, running that, Skies that is running. Skies is running the third sub, from what I've been told. Skies is on the third the, sub. The and third then, or the second? Because I saw awake pull out a uh, auto at, at some point. Third, so I didn't I know think. like. Oh, okay, so he would be, yeah, he would be the I'm, one to I'm, switch yeah, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure if, if they're using two ARs, it's going to be Dave, Patty, and Skies. If they're using gotcha. two, three subs, it'll, it'll be Skies on a sub with Awakening and Vivid. If they had, if, if Awakening had a, an automaton out, what map, it might have been like a Gava tool or something. I, mean, I don't it was know. Berlin. It was Berlin. Oh, uh, Berlin too. But he could be switching off hills too. Because we'll talk about it. First map, <laughs> huge first map from Skies. I mean, he came out, took care of bases. I mean, this guy came out and made a statement with yeah, that like, submachine gun. Caesar getting all those kills was important. I'm not going to say it wasn't, but like yeah. that wasn't the reason why they won the map. Like the reason why they won the map was the P5 hill. If you look at how Reese breaks on P5, like why is 
Dude, why is Slasher and Gunless not sitting side silo just watching the back with an AR? Go to the first P5. Look how that patty sets up. The, fir you see the first P5? Go to the first P5 right now. Okay. And look where Dad Patty is on the map. And look what happens on P5 when he's uh, there. P5, which one is that? Is that the one uh, down? That's the bottom right corner hill on yeah, the mini-map. The bottom right corner? Okay. So huh. keep going back on this VOD. Go to like 50 minutes. There you go. There we go. Go back a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I got more. it. I got it. So you want me to go to the beginning of this one? Look right here. Look, look literally at number three on this map right here. Okay. Look what's going to happen. Look where number three goes. This is Dave Patty. This yeah. is his rookie debut. Yeah. He sets up. Hill pops. Guys, I have right. Tunnel's open. Look what look what LAG's about to do right here. Watch. Why are none of them committing to tunnel? They're not going to commit to tunnel. They're going to all try to slow peek. Kyler's with the sub, challenging Dad Patty. You're never going to win that. Yeah. Asim, you're never going to win that. And then last one there, Dad Patty regens. Vivid has a cross with him. Bam. Yeah. Now go to the second P5. Look what's going to happen. Right. LAG is going to get the same situation. Let's do it. Let's move it all the way up. LAG is going to be in the same situation Florida was just in. Oh, shit. Just and look at how LAG plays it compared to how Florida just played it. We're almost there. There we go. You want me to go to the start of it? Yeah, Where go was to the It was the like the original, the original uh, break? Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. So it looks like Florida's coming, is breaking. So what? Now, now Flo yeah, Florida's breaking? Don't move it. Don't move it right now. I'm not. Look. I'm not. Okay, well, Florida tried to go through tunnel there, no, Doug? Exactly. So you think now, it was look, a better look play? Gonna look what's going to happen. Look how they're going to get broken right here. Look at number eight. Look at number seven. Vivid's just going to get that kill for free. And now he's in this quadrant. He's going to get a two. It's over. It's yeah. chalked. But I also that's feel like I also, that, I also feel like they were going rogue there. I feel like LAG was so... You saw Florida, how deep they were and how they were holding the crosses. But exactly. Look at, but, oh, so you're, so you're saying, I thought you were saying that Florida, I thought you were saying that, that LAG should have hit through tunnel to break. No, I'm saying LAG, when they had this hold here, should have just sat where Dad Patty oh, was sitting. Oh, okay, okay, sat okay, okay. Yeah, 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 And yeah, then yeah. after okay. they respawned All right. again, I get what you're saying. they didn't go back to that setup. They just okay. played in the back of that heady and yeah, they're just yeah, giving yeah, yeah, Reese yeah. a free two-piece. No, 100%, 100%, 100%. I agree with you. I, I thought you were saying, Doug, that Florida should hit through tunnel. Uh, or or LAG when they didn't break when they were breaking through the back they should have all committed through tunnel and like hit through tunnel I thought that's well, what you meant. Well, sub should have absolutely. Like, yeah. it would have been a good can, play. It would have been a good 100%. play. Dude, who, for sure. who can ace them? Should not be trying to hit the back like that. They should always be going through grandmas and tunnel there. Like going like the, imagine, bro. If I'm a sub player and I want to break P5, mm. if I know like if I have Dad Patty who has really good gunny just sitting there with an automaton waiting for me to cross, yeah. I'm freaking chalked, man. Like yeah, yeah. I'm not fighting that. I'm gonna stun nade him or I'm just gonna hit tunnel. Like you can't just peek him with the sub from that range you're just gonna get pieced every time you're gonna spawn back coop and you're yep. chalked you're throwing nades over repeating the same thing over and over again like yep, exactly. it's a waste of time and hey, listen and you've been playing the game so you know like these little things right so these are the little things that i'm i'm paying attention for like at least for me when i was watching and i was telling my chat i just want to see what teams are thinking about when they're breaking hills in snd i want to see what they're what bomb sites they're favoring towards uh, what's the most popular sites you know just common things that as the year goes on we're going to pick up on it you know and uh, that brings us into the next one. Florida ends up taking the hard point. Obviously, Doug's picking out some things from the from the first hard point. And uh, listen, I'm sure if we nitpick the whole fucking thing, we'll see a lot of mistakes. And that's what's that gonna happen. One, that was one big thing, Tom, in this series, because obviously it's S and D. I mean, Sim doesn't get a kill, and it was pretty close. I mean, sometimes it was unfortunate timing. Yeah. Sim taking bomb bottom P2, watching a flank and not committing to a flank when he's gonna hit the street and flank. Like, don't take the bomb. Have someone else take it there. Like, it's small mm -hmm. nitpick stuff like that. But like, the hard point, that five point hard point game. Yeah, yeah. Siege are getting those kills, but it's the way LAG set up, and that was the difference. 
that P5 setup to me was the biggest difference on the map. Yeah. Everything else in the series, I mean, control, it's hard to critique because the game just came out, but did, we've did all been playing feel, Vokage, you know? I, I know there's been a lot of complaints on control, and like, but I know we're about to talk about SD, but for some reason, control just looks so forced on some of these maps. And maybe maybe Gava 2 kind of made that made that feel a yeah, little yeah, extra. Yeah, Gava 2 is a little but, fugaze. I'm not going to lie. But, it's a little even, fugaze. Even, even Tucson, it just kind of looks like the points don't really... Like, I don't really like where the points are and the, the, the spawn. I feel like it just looks forced. And I don't know. It, it didn't feel like it played in how, you know, it did in Cold War and BO4. It didn't, it didn't look just... I don't know. It didn't look well, right Well, Pat, you know they're only playing two control maps right now. You know that, yeah. right? It's just yeah, two yeah, maps. Yeah. It's it's Gavitu and it's uh what was it? Tuscan, right? Gavitu and Tuscan. Those are the only two control maps. And and listen, from talking to some of the pro players, most of them, or especially the face guys, they say, listen, man, the maps they make sense. You know, that it's not like there's anything happening on the map that's that's surprising them. But I definitely agree, Pat, where it might feel a little forced because I feel like at this point they're just kind of picking out of the bats, right? They're picking out of the bad eggs. Yeah. They're just trying to pick the best bad eggs, you know, out of out of the map set, and they're trying yeah, to make it sucks. work. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I mean, that does. Yeah, it suck, does but suck. I yeah, it, it's just visual. As a viewer watching today, like control just didn't. It didn't look how it it's looked in the past. Yeah, I don't know if you guys said that. I, I mean, I just felt like listen. We'll get there when we get to the control. We'll talk about it a little bit. I mean, we could we could stick to this S and D right now, and then once we get to the control, we'll talk about it. But in the S and D, Florida just seemed more prepared to me. That was the first yeah. thing I said. It just seemed like Florida was super confident in their pushes. They knew what, what bomb sites to prioritize. LAG just kind of seemed a, a, a little uneasy. It seemed like they didn't know what to do sometimes, you know? So, they look spread a lot as well. Yeah, just spread or just like, I don't know, just not on the same page. Uh, which, it's early on in the game. It's the kickoff. Uh, I could see that happening. But it's good to see a team like Florida, who honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of people haven't been, say haven't been saying a lot of good things about Florida. I'm gonna be honest with you, people people are talking about Florida like they're you know they're at the back of the league, they're at the bottom of the league. So to see them come out and see so see them just so well prepared and just seeing how good they work together, uh, they look good to me today, especially in the S and D. I think that's part of like being that you know team that gets harped on, right? Like especially that underdog story, and you get like criticized for the offseason move. I think they kind of took that route where they were just gonna you know heads down and grind, and, yeah. and then let the let their results speak for them. So mm -hmm. good on them. I think you're right. They did look super prepared, and, and they look good today. I I don't I don't think many people had them winning over LAG, but again, I think LAG looked looked bad, but Florida also looked good. So I think it yep. was a little bit of both. You can see this around Vivid just kind of being a sneaky little beaver. He, he does a good job, Vivid, finding those gaps and just being a nuisance. He was doing the same thing last year in Cold War. He's always hitting those routes. I feel like that's why a lot of people like playing with him, just because he, he knows these little routes. He kind of plays like Envoy almost in a way. Envoy plays the same way, where they're always finding these gaps. A little bit more gaps. aggressive, though. <laughs> well, you think, you think, think Vivid's more aggressive? Yeah, I think he's a little more less hesitation. Like, he's just full sin. Go, go, go. You know, yeah. The thing about Reese is that, like regardless of his performance like he puts in more time than most players put he in does. i think that's the thing that i admire the most about him at least and if you put in that much time and you have that much commitment to the game you're gonna have results no, at the I end agree. of the day i agree he's he's always been like he's always in eights he's always grinding he's super passionate about the game so shout out you to want Reese, people man. like that around what, you, what about the other florida guys how i mean I, i'm assuming Dude, dave patty but... and, and that's what i wanted to talk about so we actually skipped through the listening uh we can end up going back and, and talking about it a little bit but dave patty pat that guy's comms. that guy's comms is good as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I think I heard. I think I heard. Uh, who, whoever who was cast in this series? 
Was it? Um, let me bump it up. I think it might have been Chance. Yeah, it's Miles and Chance, I think. Yeah, I think I think Chance brought it up. I think he was like, yeah, Dave Paddy's comms in that listening was like, it blew him away. So, I mean, yeah. that's something you want to, that's like one of the best attributes you can see out of any, you know, quote unquote rookie. If they come in and they have good communication on a team. Like, if you're the rookie and you're like almost leading the comms on, you know, I mean, a half that's better that's a lot. up. Like, yeah, that says a lot to, to you know, your capability as a player. No, I, I was definitely impressed, and I forgot who it was. I think it was somebody from the NYSL coaching staff. It might have been Bob or JP, but they told me last year that Dave Patty's comms are super good. And now hearing it in, you know, in the live stream, we're not going to go back, chat, but if you guys want to go back and listen to the listening, you can hear for yourselves. I mean, the, the he was really stepping up. And you could just see it. Florida had a lot of energy around him. They also got a good substitute on the bench with Yeez, so they have some people yeah. to bring in as well. So I feel like I feel like Florida is super underrated right now, man. Uh, obviously, it's just the first. It's just the first series, right? So let, you know we don't we need Who to do go they play too tomorrow? crazy. Uh, they play Toronto. Oh, okay. So that'll, be, that'll be a kind of a big match for them to kind of really gauge where they're at because Toronto's Toronto's, Toronto's good, good. But even Toronto, I haven't seen Toronto play at all. I haven't seen them play at all. I haven't seen them play, but from what I've heard, uh, I think Krim said it. Like they 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 look like they've just like they're a step ahead of everybody else in terms of like game knowledge. So yeah. That's funny because I heard the opposite from someone else who's like really? in the CDL. And I, really heard they, I heard they're struggling maybe, right maybe now. Maybe I heard it was Clay. I heard from a really top team in the CDL that they're struggling right now. Mm -mm. Maybe I, I heard, heard the from same Clay, thing. so that's weird. But, the, but that's the thing, Doug. I, whenever I talk to people, nobody's on the same page. Everybody says different shit. Everybody. It's, it's every, all hearsay, Tom. It's all I mean, hearsay. Well, well, it's all hearsay. It's also on a game that I can imagine, too, is very day-to-day, -day, like for team scrim performance. Mm -hmm. Like If you have like a bad week, I'm sure you'll, you know, you're going to feel like you're you know, a team is not doing good, but yeah, then they yeah, can yeah. turn around the next week and just fry and be like, oh, shit, they're back. Like, 100%. 100%. So. I mean, listen, by the judge of what people were saying about Florida, I thought Florida was going to get wiped in this match. By the, by the way, people yeah, were talking no, behind 100%. the scenes. Like 3 0 <laughs> Yeah, like, by the way, people were talking. I was like, damn, are they not shooting back anymore? What's going on? Are they, are they, where do they live? Are they all in Florida? They spread? Like, uh, what's their living situation look like? I don't know, Doug, do you know? I think they're in Florida. If I'm not, Reese, you're in the chat. Are you, are your boys in Florida? right now i think they're in florida because that could play a big part in their online performance right if they've been getting shit on in scrims maybe and they just come to land i'm pretty sure they're all in florida way. maybe and how is ben jane seen the producer of the flank in the chat pat are you seeing this <laughs> dude it's just i don't know if he deserves the executive title right now what's I think going on be, with this man he might have to be you know demoted to associate producer i'm over here controlling the vod ben told me he was gonna control the vod it's the Dog, all of Florida is playing in Florida, so everything they've done online is void and chalked. They're never going to be able to win playing. Oh, they're in Florida, playing in Florida. Ever. Yeah, chalked. They'll that never shit. beat these teams playing in Florida. That's, that's, that's what happen. I figured. Like, if oh, they're getting shit on, that could be a big reason. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Listen, we're I mean, in the dude, control I now. Think, I think uh, looking at the stats today, mm -hmm. uh, Big Wake had the best stats out of anybody of any player day. Went plus thirty four in the series, followed that's up by skies. Skies. Do you, do you got 16, the stats, Pat? So. Do you got them? You know I got the stats. Hell uh, you know, yeah, bro. You know I Hell yeah. <laughs> no, because I, I know... Just to give you a rundown. Uh, go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Awake had a huge series, 1.43 plus Ooh. 34, followed up by Skies, 1.2 plus 16. Uh, Vivid and Dave Patty about at a Yeesh. one doing their thing. Uh, Vivid, of course, has insane pressure. He had, like, the most engagements by, like, 20-ish. Nice, um, nice, nice. Yeah, and then again, LAG. I mean, I think all of them underperformed. Honestly, Slasher to me, I, I was expecting a big, um, a big performance out of Slasher. I think they're, mm -hmm. you know, he's had a bad run the last couple of years, and he's finally on, you know, what we all thought was a really good team suited for him. And yeah. 
um, I don't know. He he didn't really have a good series today. Uh, least kills on his team uh, went 83, 88, negative five overall. Mm. Uh, subs, Huke and Asim kind of got outperformed really by Awake and Skies. Uh, they both you know went negative. Huke and Asim need to slow it down a little bit. I think sometimes they yeah, just they just go search, so crazy. If, if Doug's, Doug's kind of saying like Asim was just going rogue with the bomb like. No, like, the thing was, Pat, like, dude, if, if like, he was doing what I do in S&D, and, like, it was making me cringe, man. Like, he was taking bomb and sitting in post watching his flank. Like, if I do that play, I'm hitting a late flank, and I'm telling my teammate to take bomb. Because if I'm sitting in post watching a flank, I'm either going to B plant, I'm literally planting B right away, or I'm not planting B at all, and I'm having my teammates work A and, like, working a pick and rotating. Like, taking the bomb in post and doing nothing is the worst thing you could do on that map. Yeah. So you so, just like, feel like they were playing with, like, little to no direction in search? And dude, that's... I would just give the bomb to someone else on the team and then hit a late pinch if I'm sim there. And then, well, like... Just, well, I mean, to me, like, thinking back, like, if you're if that's what you're doing in S&D, it feels like you just don't have a game plan, right? Like, if you're grabbing yes. bomb and, and sitting in spawn, like, you don't really have a game plan. Sitting in post with the bomb is literally the worst thing you could do on Berlin S&D. There's nothing worse you could do on that. Like, because then what's going to happen if your teammates get picked what are you going to do like where yeah. are you going to go and I that's what happened the well, get well we also do know that i mean and, and i've played with slasher and you guys have always you know known how slasher plays in snd he's a big pick heavy player in search and i think that could be a part of you know that 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 was their game plan right playing that like heavy pick style yeah. but i mean that that to me just doesn't seem like in this type of game, it's really gonna. Yeah, not in this type really of game. It doesn't work in W, Pat. It don't work in Vanguard, bro. Well, well listen, well, I just think it doesn't work in I, any of the li modern sliding cards. Listen, yeah, I feel doesn't. like working for picks works sometimes, but you just can't. In a game like this, you just that, can't right. do it all so the time. That's, that's like a throw-off. Yeah, strat, it's a throw-off right? like strat, or fast, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. Just kind of you swap it out. And you gotta have bread and butters that everybody that you practice and everybody knows what's going on, and you know structured shit. You know structured pushes and, and different Which strategies. Which is interesting because with Bevels and Rick, you would think they do. So that's kind of. Uh, that's kind of weird that that you know that we're yeah. kind of assuming they don't. Uh, so. Unless unless they're unless they're overthinking it, maybe maybe they were just playing for. Because I know Austin, I know how Austin is too. Like what you said when he's playing for picks, they they probably do that a lot. Because yeah. it's it's really not playing for picks. I like playing for picks too in other games. It's just I don't know if this is how this game's gonna be played. This game's you have to play aggressive off the rips of these rounds because that's how you're gonna get your, your yeah. map control. You know, especially on this map because it's fucking this. It, the uh, right now we're talking about control, obviously. But uh, or I'm t we're talking about S and D, but we're watching control. But that A bomb site or the one that's in the middle of the map, like that's the, it's literally all people go to is that that bomb site, for the most part. Sometimes you see people O E and they'll try and go to this deep set over here. And speaking of control, because I want to get back into the control, that A site in control is useless. People don't even like try and <laughs> yeah. defend it. They don't even try to. You realize that, right? Yeah, that. Uh, what what map was like that in uh Bo4 that we like you gave up uh, right away? Was it frequency? It was like no, yeah. was it? The, Freaks, you the, you, defend, the U, the U hill. Yeah, but you you basically threw your first life at it and then chalked it. No, there was there was definitely a map where people. Keep saying gridlock. Nah, dude. What about uh, was it Moscow? Was that on on Cold War? Moscow Control? Did did they just? Was there a point on there? I don't know. I could be. We only tripping. played it for a month, Tom, and then it was out Moscow mm. last year. Yeah, oh, what Seaside, were the maps Seaside, Seaside on Black Ops Four, so Pat. Seaside, the the A point was super easy to get. Remember? Where was that? It was, was, that the I was on the outskirt of the map. Room? It was on the outskirt yeah. of the map and on in the room, yeah, with the staircases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the one with the tank in the room was a lot harder to get, for sure. But this, that, all I know is that A site is is chalked. You you see teams completely give it up on the start of rounds, and then it just becomes a, a, a mixy fight. Doug, I wanted to ask you. So as I'm watching this control, I'm wondering how teams on offense are looking to break on to this B point. I noticed that Florida, they were kind of smashing through the front a lot. They were going around the left sometimes. 
I see teams trying so many different things. People are trying to flood through church. What do people like to do breaking that hill? Well, I mean, I've only played control a couple of times, but just yeah. judging off of the way that the map works, just logically speaking, it makes absolutely no sense to be going around the back. Like, I think you could late pinch around the back mm -hmm. um, if you're on offense. And I think, like, also, I think the most important thing on that map is, like, you got to look at that point and look at it like P2 and hard point. Like, what's the best way of getting control of P2? You want to have plat control, right? Like, you want to go through church. You want to go through plat. You want to have one guy pinch around. Maybe a guy go through T. Like, there's a couple of different lanes where you can get an entry. You could go through bottom church camera, someone get a kill. You could climb up top church, get a kill. Hit out P5 and get a kill if there's not a lot of people watching the cross over there. You really have to just read where the pressure is coming from. That's why I think this map's pretty good for control, mm -hmm. um, on the contrary to what you said, Pat. Because I control is a little bit more forced in this game compared to a game like Cold War. Um, and that's just how it feels playing well, it my, and watching it too, if I'm being my, honest. My argument is kind of just like... It literally looked to me like on offense that the game plan was like if you really wanted to get through because I didn't I, I agree I don't think going around was the play it, it literally like you had to bully I through the front. when I watched that pad yeah no it looked like to to win on offense you just have to bully through the front and like someone has to shit on somebody and get a two piece like that's like the only way to get through which I don't like at all I don't feel like there's a real like it didn't look like there was like a real setup push to just break into that hill like someone just has to go go big and get a two piece mm -hmm. well that's how they're playing it now. I mean, I, I feel like as as the game evolves, people are going to start realizing how to set things up and break things. It's, you know, it's it's still fairly new. And I don't even think the pros have played control all that much. I really don't it's think they have. It's only been like a week, man. Yeah, it hasn't two, been maybe. much. It just so I don't think they even know yet how to exactly break or what exactly to do. Obviously, things work from time to time because it's super situational. But I feel like if you get kills on offense, pinning a team and getting into their spawn and keeping them spawned in that back left corner of the map... Is so fucking deadly. Like that spawn that's, trap I was seeing is Hugh insane. That, we're talking about Hugh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple people were doing that. You see where number yeah. seven is right now? You see on that back? If the offensive team can get themselves at that yeah. heady and spawn them where number one is right now, it's, I mean, it's yeah. deadly. It's deadly, bro. Hugh yeah. won them the game in that last round doing that. Like he literally just got there and just, I think he went on like a six right. streak or something like that. So, like, so you can either slow play the front and have somebody late hit left and kill the one guy in the back and then get, and then those kids front collapse. You guys collapse on hill, turn around and then that's how you get in. Or you just keep flooding front, get kills and then you just push out and you push that out. But it's not as easy, you know, you just flood in the front at that point, you know, basically that, what you that's were just what I'm saying. saying. That's yeah. what it looked like. So, so you were just, saying. I don't know. That's That to me isn't how control should be played. That's why I kind of got that forced feeling. Like, like if, if your only game plan that is the best case scenario is just to flood as many times and hope it works once, like, that mm -hmm. just, that sucks. Like, yeah. that, well, as I mean, a player, too, that kind of is like a shitty uh, ideal to, that to, if that's the best way to play, which obviously we don't know yet, it could change. Yeah. I think this map could actually be potentially entertaining to watch. And, like, it, I don't think it could be that bad to play. Like, yeah, if you get to that tank it could be deadly but it's still like i think it's a very symmetrical map so like logically speaking if a guy gets to the tank and you're spawning out near p1 first guy should just hit a well flank next guy should play for plat control maybe a guy go through t screw the guy in the tank oh, no, i don't t. even mind the, the tank i i like that i like that you can set shit up and actually spawn trap teams i feel like it, you know I just, I just don't like this left side of the map like where we were just looking i forgot who you were just on who had the automaton like looking like that the, just that room is the only way to get to the left side of the map mm. That's where I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't like that at all. Mm -mm. You're talking about right here, right in front of Vivid, kind of yeah. like where, where, where number here. six is, where number yeah, six yeah, is like right that, now. That.
that archway over there is like yeah, that, that yeah, room yeah. is the only way to get past. I mean, that. It, Tuscan Hardpoint. That when the Hardpoint's in that room, it, do you see that hill? It's a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah, fuck. yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it's, it's just it's just, it's just attack spam and just a constant flood. I mean, that's all it is. And then occasional pinches, occasional uh, occasional late pinches, mid map and shit. You know, people and, trying to and, get low. And that's kind of the thing because obviously control is like Treyarch's baby, and I think map design was really important for them to you know kind of make a good cohesion between the map and the mode. And and this just feels like the, there. the modes were or the maps were designed to be you know however sledgehammer wanted it and then control was just kind of put on so just yeah that's why i don't it doesn't feel it doesn't have much flow to it yeah and florida went up 2-0 and then lag kicked up and they brought it all the way back they ended, they're able to tie it up at two uh florida ended up getting uh that offensive side here in the overtime and lag was just able to hold on asim had a really big map i know asim struggled he he dropped a donut on the second map so we needed asim to step up here and, and he did so uh, he, he, he won in that map he yeah he went crazy three and the rest of his team was pretty much 0.8 range so like he really yeah, he, he, he really went rogue carried. he definitely That's went rogue. Rule for a player pat if you shit the bed on a map if you drop a 007 james bond you better be the best player next map. Well, that, so like Sim, Sim canceled Aiden. it out to me. He he canceled it out to me. If he if he got fried one map and he fried the next well, map, you're good. That's also that's what a professional does. You know, they they stay composed. Exactly. They so it's composed. like you're good. You're yeah. good. But I, I like feel you like that's job. kind of Asim's story, right? I feel like his hard point is usually his inconsistent mode, and but he he does well in like the game threes. Like he'll have, he'll have his hard points where he fries, but like he has you know quite a bit of inconsistent modes or I guess games in hard point. I feel like I don't know if he's playing too fast, especially based on a team with slasher and and. Pierce like maybe it would help him to slow down a little bit but I, I think he could be a he's he's the x factor for this team for me i agree far. that that's always been asim's problem it's just over aggression and and he's not the only player who struggles with that i mean no, i no, i had yeah, the same issue funny. right sometimes like where i you know you just get too aggressive sometimes he's gonna have to learn especially now that he's playing with slasher and big p because they're gonna call him out on it just making sure that he's not getting, you know, too crazy when... You got to know yeah. when you can get aggressive and when to chill. Because this is a very hyper-aggressive game, let's be honest. You're going to have, have to be aggressive I, I, I most of the time. I think that's something that Vivid struggled with too early. But he's he's kind of gotten a lot better at it as well. Um, especially through the Cold War season. Like, going from Modern Warfare to Cold War. Because Modern Warfare, he was just insanely fast. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember watching him on LG. He was literally the fastest player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but then there's um, also a thing, Pat, where, like, fast players, they get better as time goes on because they learn their timings. And then, you know, yeah, they're hard. Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like a, like a BZ, right? BZ never stops. But he's well, just so good. I guess so it's you're a BZ and you're, you're, right. you're playing like that and having like a 1.2. Right, because well, he's like, so you talented, you, you know? Can't, you yeah. can't think just because a BZ does it that you're going to do the same thing too. Like, you can't be a BZ. You have oh, to be right. the best for right. yourself, yeah, you know? A BZ, it really works with him, especially around his team comp, right? Like, you have kind of... Mm -hmm. They just have the perfect comp, and I think that's his why team helps him a lot too with the so way he much plays. in that role. Like he's he's godlike at it. Don't get me wrong, but but his it's, team helps him yeah, excel in that I, role. I a mean, lot. listen, it's just about knowing when to speed up and when to slow down. There's times, right, right, like the LAG play you were talking about on Bokage, Doug, the first map, right, where where LAG kind of pushed out. They were just like kind of in the middle of no man's land with their with their pants cut off. Sometimes you just gotta realize you have the advantage. Let the play come to you. And, and you know you have the you have the advantage, and it's sometimes when you have the advantage, people are going rogue. So you got to know when to slow it down or when to play aggressive and push out those cuts. And I think players are going to learn that as time goes on, especially the players who like to play really fast. But you can get punished for it for sure, and then that's where the discipline comes in. So you know, Asum and not just Asum, but a lot of players who are super hyper aggressive are going to have to work on that. That was my biggest problem. So that's that's going to be tough for them. But figuring out those timings on a map, when to pre-aim and hold those cuts, it's, it's going to be, uh, you know, the more uh, reps you get, the better you get. And you guys can attest to that. I mean, you guys all played as well. Oh, so yeah, you, absolutely. You know, the more reps you get, the the better it'll be. But, um, yeah, we ended up getting into a Berlin hard point here. And uh, what do you guys think about this map?
Love it. Best I mean, you, the you like it? Though? I hate that middle hill, though. I hate that hill with a passion. The, the hill with the. With you th P5? you don't think so? The, the hill right no. in the middle, right here with this mound here. No, it's it's P5. It's normal. I mean, you can nade it from each side. You could flip from each side. You could get P1 spawns, taking a route around P2. You could push through P1 and be aggressive for the spawns. Yeah. This is the best hardpoint map in this game right now. You think so? It's you think this is the best one? Best competitive map in search and destroy and hardpoint. It's not even close. Interesting, Pat. What do you think? You agree with that? I think it plays the best for hardpoint for sure. I don't know about S and D, but I think for for hardpoint, mm -hmm. it's by far. What's the, better than the S and D, Pat? Watching. Tuscan, where you quick plan A, Siege, where you have a bunch that, of that's unnecessary saying, lines of sight. Bro, it's Bokage, weird where it's like, just random and mixy I, and fluky. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there is a better map, but I just don't want to give it the best S and D map. Like I don't know. It just I don't like it as an S and D map, but it's obviously probably the best one in the game right now. I don't know, but. I think it's the best. Can you, hard can point. you pull up the last? Uh, can you pull up the ending in this hard point? I just want to see the hill time for LAG. Berlin. Yeah, so I want to see the hill time LAG. You gotta do that. What you need? I can just run. What was the hill time LAG had? On Map the four point. hill time. And Pat's yeah. got everything. Come on, Pat's uh, got everything. We had, we had Kyler twenty-two seconds, Gunless forty-seven seconds, Sim sixty seconds, and Slasher forty-two seconds. So Kyler needs to get on the hill more, and then the AR just got to get to their spots faster. But but, it's but, easy but fixes. listen to this though. Awakening and Skies both had a minute and a half each. But big weight with a 1.7. He was having his way that map. Big yeah, LAG doesn't. LAG does not play hill enough, Pat. Like Kyler never gets more than 30 seconds of hill time on that. I, I don't even listen. I don't. Here's my thing with LAG. You got you got Kyler, Slasher, and Gunless. So I'm just gonna leave a sim out. You have three massive slaying superstars on your team. You cannot be getting outslayed by Florida this bad in a series. Period. Someone's like, got to play more hill time, Pat. If you're not gonna play I, hill listen, time, listen, you're not gonna get I, the kills. I, if if I, I as <laughs> When I'm looking at LAG, I would be perfectly fine with them losing maps but outslaying. They, I, with with players like that, you gotta focus on your slaying first. You should be outslaying every series. Period. Like, period. yeah, but it's quadrant spawn. So if you're not getting on the hill, it doesn't matter listen, what you're listen, doing. You're missing. You're missing my point. That team should be outslaying this team every time. So the fact that they're not to me is problem number one. I don't know what's going on, but they should be outslaying that team every mm -hmm. time. So that that to me is mind blowing. Like, and that's not taking anything away from from any of the Florida players because they absolutely fried today. But when you have three superstar players like that on one team, you got to be able to slay. And yeah. they were getting out slayed. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, cut Florida too short though, Pat. You know, vivid, vivid and awakening, man. I, those that's guys. That's what I'm saying. I don't mean you know, it in a way that's like. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. You're just trying to say based on the cap. But the thing is, is you know, yeah. these these are some new guys, man. Vivid they, and awakening they, and no, Dave Patty. Like these guys, guys can slay, bro. Can slay, but but they here's can my slay. point. LAG didn't have one positive player. Like not one of them did good. Like, and you got three superstar slayers on your team. Yeah. Like, and, and, and uh, Florida, don't get me wrong. Florida is a good team. They're not the a top three, top four team right now, I, in my opinion. But the mm -hmm. fact that they are just shitting on LAG slang wise, that is a major red flag to me. Like that is a, a core problem. If this LAG well, team can't slay, they're not mm -hmm. going to be successful at all. Pat, it's, it's because not of the be way they play, play the game. Like the, Florida no, 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 just no, plays no, the game more. They not. understand it better. No, I understand that. That's but there's been there's been so many times in the past, Doug, where teams play better, but they can, the other team can still get kills. Like there's been kill hoary teams in the past that don't play right, but they can still slay. Yeah. Like, well, that's that's a Reese's put in chat. Reese put in chat that their biggest problem on Florida right now is they oh they slay and lose games. They over they, you know they they're slaying out. They're they're out slaying that, other to, teams. To me, to me, that is always a good problem to have because that's something you don't gotta. You can always learn the game and get better as a team and understand yeah, how you yeah, want to yeah. play. As time Who's goes on, that's channel. an easy fix. You, you know, you, with the coaching staff, with going over VOD review, you will understand how to play the game better. But if you can't slay at a core level, like. You're 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 doomed from the beginning. So mm -hmm.
Nah, I agree. This team right here is dirty, bro. Good problem. Seattle? You talking about Seattle? This team is fucking dirty. Well, let's get into it. No, you're good. I just wanted to, you know, we'll watch it now. We're going into the next series. Obviously, Florida, they took down LAG 3-1. Then we get into the next one. Seattle going up against the London Rural Ravens. And Seattle did not disappoint, Doug. I'll let you finish your point. They did not disappoint, boss. Dude, Dante is one of the most talented cop players I ever saw, and he's going neg, and they're frying. Like, dude, he he knows how much better he could be playing than what he played in the series. Like, I think he's one of the most talented players we have in COD. Wait, and he played he, he played, played good. the best for them. Yeah, he had the most kills. Just, uh, just most first map. It was just his look, first man, map. It was his look, first man, map. This this guy hasn't even cracked the surface of what he could be doing. I know, map, I know. Like this guy is so talented. He is good. I mean, he is good. Do you get someone like Lamar to teach him like Mr. Fundamentals? Like. Like, dude, you just give Lamar's brain to Dante, it's a wrap. And then Mac is one of the Fred? best players. And Pred, I was going to say, I was just waiting for Doug That's to keep thing. giving Sib his gas. Hey, hey, listen, you can't forget about Mac either. They're, all three of them. I'm serious. All Their three of these guys, good, they're bro. good as fuck. They're they are good, good as bro. fuck. Mac, Sib, and Pred as a, as a trio. And then you have Lamar just super fundamental, just kind of sitting behind him. Dude, it's, it's going to be, this is going to be a team to be reckoned with for sure. Seattle is not playing around this year. For, for me, I, I think that this is going to be a good team, but I think they're going to, just my early prediction, I think they're going to struggle with consistency. I think you're going to have a lot of hot and cold moments with this team. I think they mm -hmm. have a super high ceiling. Yeah. Um, and for me, the big question is, can they keep that ceiling all year long? Can yeah. They, can, they, can, they, can they play at that level that they're capable of every get, you know, game in or day in and day out? They should be competing for found, like finals every tournament, in my opinion. I think the Seattle team is that good. Dude, I mean, honestly, uh, Pat, it's all, it's all mental. Yeah, no, I think it's going to sure. be all mental for them. Really. I mean, listen, London made this a map. London definitely made this a map. I just, you could just tell when Seattle's running around, you could just tell that they're talented. You know, even no matter what the scoreboard is, you could just tell these guys are twisted. Just watching them play. User entered your the, channel. The, the famous eye uh, test. Do we know how London's been doing in scrims? Obviously, Seattle's been doing really well. Like, I think I saw the coaching uh, poll. They got ranked pretty high. But how I heard London Seattle's been, been or London's been on and off. I've been talking to some people, and, you know, some days London's on and some days are off. But that's been the story for a lot of teams. So it's it's hard to say. They're, right now, I just feel like they're kind of middle of the pack, you know? Like, middle of the pack, just kind of, you know, doing what they can do. Obviously, bro, the way pros talk about London, they talk about the Afro and, and Nasty. They, they talk these guys up, man. I mean, these, this is another team where I think Seattle came out and, and looked good. And was able to 3-0 them. But I feel like this London team, once they get going, they're going to be a force too. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that. But I think I think Afro and Nasty are a good duo. And I'm just I, I'm looking more at Gizmo and Trey. I want to see what they can do, you know? I want to see if they can can support these two subs. Because these guys are going to be cracked all year. I could tell. Especially yeah, for, Afro. For me, I just want to see more more play out of them before I kind of give them a real opinion. Like, Yeah, of course. Um, See how they do against some of the better teams and get them. Like yeah. you said, we haven't been able to watch many scrims, so we don't really know what they're capable of. And going off just public, you know, opinion, which obviously didn't work today with the Florida LAG series. Yeah. I just want to see more about, you know, how the how their early results stack up. Yeah. Like, I, I know what I'm going to get out of Trey. I know I could trust Trey in the clutch in a big tournament in the moment to do his job. I know Afro's been playing out of his mind since last year. He played really good today as well. I don't have really any doubt in his skill or his talent. Gizmo and Nasty, I truly haven't even seen their VOD or their POV. I can't talk about these guys because I don't know anything about them. They played yeah. in Challengers. They did obviously really well in Challengers. They have to be really good players in Europe because you're one of the four players representing the only team that's in london in, in europe right like you have yeah. uh paris too but like if you're on that team you got to be the best talent in that region so mm -hmm. obviously nasty and gizmo have to be great players i just truly haven't seen enough of them and i can't comment on them until i see more
Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen any of these teams play. I mean, a lot of it <laughs> is just he or she said stuff, right? Or just from little things I've seen. Like, people streaming AIDS one time or looking at Zinni's stream while he's screaming. Like, I pay attention to it. So I try and see, but there's nothing better than watching live events and seeing the mini map and seeing how people think and how they play. So as time goes on, we're definitely going to be a no, lot someone, more nitpicky. Someone just said something sure. stupid. They're like, Trey dropped a point six. Look, I don't care if Trey dropped a point six, man. Like, I know Trey could win in Call of Duty. Like, it's a team game at the end of the day. Like, I think Trey's yeah. a great player, and I think he could win at the highest level. Everyone could have a point six, a point eight, a point five. Like, it could happen to anybody at any time, honestly. Yep. I think no, that's just I... a void. I agree. Listen, he, he struggled. I mean, we definitely don't want to avoid it. I mean, he dropped the point six. He struggled today. It is a team game. Uh, if he maybe does it five series in a row. Right. Then, yeah. If, if, yeah. I mean, it's something to pay attention to. If he continues to struggle, we'll, we'll jot it down and look at it and see what's going on with him. But, I mean, for the most part, you know, people are still getting their feet wet. I don't want to. That's one thing I don't want to do. You know, that's what I don't want to do is, is, is start doing this shit, guys. I saw people cooking the fuck out of Capsule. When he had a, uh, like a, a bad, a few bad couple maps, the first couple maps he played were weren't so hot. And I'm like, listen, this is a kid's, this is his first time on a big stage with a crowd and everything. I'm sure he's got some shakes. I mean, Shotzi had the same thing and look at him, right? So I was like, everybody calm down. I was in my stream and people were in my chat cooking a guy. And then Capsule just completely turned the fuck up. I mean, he just went absolutely nuts, started absolutely piecing. He was putting everybody, he was doing the, the craziest shit. So sometimes you just got to let people, you know, get settled in a little bit. So we'll see as, as time goes on. The Sniper, what do you guys think? I don't think that shit's OP at all. They definitely need to keep that shit in the game for sure. What do you guys think? I agree. Uh, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I don't agree. Really, I don't really. I don't really. Is that Ben? I don't. I don't really care whether yeah. it's in or I, out. I popped but... in for a few minutes. Tom wanted to What's say up, hi. Ben? Sorry, I couldn't be here for most of the show. You good? You good? Stick to with me, us. It like, it, dude, that one v two Clay had. It was nasty, but it looked so like disrespectfully trolly to me. Like the way he well, played that. I mean, Boston kind of trolled that. I mean, I don't know why Cap no, got I, off the defuse. No, and... no, no, yeah. Well, he, that's what I'm saying. Clay just like no scoped the air to make him think he was there and just ran around and jumped out like quick scope. Yeah, it trolling. just it, like knowing Clay, it just looks so like trolly, like just to shit on him. Yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah. Like wait, it that was a, a two hundred IQ play. play, Pat. That's something he did nah, for new knowing, championships knowing back in the Clay, day. Knowing Clay, bro, that was the uh, trolly like world star. He's probably giggling, doing high. his giggle. Yeah, he going, does. He was totally going yeah, for yeah, a highlight, yeah, and he yeah. hit it like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, he was. I think he was two hundred IQ, just faking nah, it on he purpose. He literally was going for a highlight. You really think so? No, he faked the no scope. Yeah, but bro, he went around the corner and just jumped out and quick scoped like. Well, no, the, the timing was there for him to do that. No, the listen, timing was there bro, for him to listen, do that, Pat. I know Clay, bro. That guy was playing for a highlight. Is Clay that. here? Can we, <laughs> get, sure. can we get confirmation from Clay? He, he's yeah, never going to admit. Clay was playing They're for a the highlight event, so I don't know if he's here. He hit it. I know Clay, bro. He's done it before. He literally was playing for a highlight. He knows there's nothing real on the line. He was going for a highlight clip for sure. Nah, dude, Clay do be trolling like that for sure. I've seen it. I've seen it. freebies, Tom, to be fair. I've seen Clay jump off the map on purpose. I've seen yeah. it happen. I've yeah. seen it. You know what I'm saying? Just for the giggles. You know, just for the fucking laughs. It is what it is. It's just what Clay's gonna do. You know? Listen, what do you guys think is the most favorable bombsite here? I see some some teams. This is the one map where I feel like both bombsites are actually being used. And I love that. Uh, 
I don't know. I haven't played enough. I feel whenever, like down, whatever. dude. I hate this yeah. site down here yeah, with Tommy, the B site. Tom, whenever we were at the uh, the Hundred Thieves Cash App tournament, bro, yeah. we were going we were going to that B site every time. Yeah, we were. Bro. Well, I was shitting on him over there. I was shitting on him on that <laughs> dude, B site. Did, didn't you go fifteen and one here? Yeah, I did. I did. I almost dropped the nuke and fucking X and day. But you can't teach yeah. that. You know, you can't nah, teach you that. Can't. You can't. You know. But I hate this B site. But Nikki D Nicole, a classic, is in the chat. He said the A bomb site is more favorable. But I, I feel like this B bomb site is just such a hassle because. Bro, if you get this bomb down at the B-bomb site, look at where Lamar's chilling right now. You know, like the clutch spot. They there's don't, they so don't... many clutch spots. There's in the, so in the many, dude. Area. Like, listen. Especially with snipes, too. Dude, Lamar, bro, I can't believe it. If Lamar got that kill right there, that would have been that would have been round. He just need to get the kill. Probably one more bullet, and Lamar would have had him there. But it's just a clutch spot, right? But I, I think it's a lot harder to do that. I think teams are stacking the B-site a lot. And there's a lot of fucking explosives there, too. Wait, I don't know what's smokes? going there. Nick said, Nick said you can call cross. So are they playing without smokes here? And leaving snipes in, or are they leaving both? No, they're smokes uh, in. No, they're smokes okay, in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because they so, smoked at so, the cross. That's what I was saying. So Nick said you can call cross, but Nick, can a smoke not fully cover it, or? Because that's what I thought, but then Nick said you can call the cross. But I feel like, because like that reminds me of like World War Two, right? You would throw a smoke at a bomb just to cross, so they wouldn't get any info, right. even if you weren't going to that site. So I feel like you could do the same thing here. But listen, seeing crosses sometimes can listen. Teams are gonna start faking the cross. People are gonna that's fake or saying, smoke yeah. or do some weird shit. You know, people are gonna start doing some crazy shit. So watching crosses, I mean, uh, it's it's kind of a good thing sometimes on S and D maps when there's crosses to be watched because then there's mind games that come into play. You know, people start playing with each other, start faking I think crosses. Some of the smokes. best maps of all time for S and D had the ability to call crosses. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's it's a mind game at that point, and you can see the way people are moving around the mini map and how they're common. Like, uh, what's a good map? This is Ghost. Such a good round right like here, Ghost man. and Octane. What what uh, what happened? Like Dante just watching the cross for Pred, Pred getting the one, and then Dante laying down here. Like, I don't know if I saw that for my team, I'd be gassing them up like crazy, man. Yeah, that's no, such a the, good play. The, 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 Seattle has playmakers, bro. That's that's the one thing. Is situationally, as, as long as they're common with each other and communicating, that they, they're gonna be hey, really good in these situational plays. Uh, Ben, you got to bounce in two minutes. Yep. What's going on, man? Let's get your opinion. Let's get you in here real quick while you're still in here. What what you think about what? today? What, how was the production going backstage? Tell what happened today. There were some problems with Clayster. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, you know, look, guys, so first off, like, I think off the bat, Tom, like, super happy, obviously, stuff got announced, like, you know, that we've been, we've been grinding for a minute on this, and excited to share with you guys the news, I think the whole team, uh, and a lot of the fit, familiar folks who have been behind the scenes in uh, the CWL era, uh, you'll see them around, so the CWL, CDL events, I would say for our first show, Tom. I thought you guys did a great good. job, yeah, I thought you guys like, did great. Like, like first off, uh, crowd was amazing. Like folks in the venue were were popping off, really reacting. We had a really good uh, attendance. I would say like you know there were obviously some issues. There's always a couple issues on the first show. Uh, mm -hmm. What happened to Boston series? I think there was a Teamspeak issue. It, like dumped all. I, the I heard the server the, crashed. The Apparently, there's Teamspeak crashed. I don't think the server crashed. I think they just got dumped out of the um, the Teamspeak channel. Uh. But it takes a second to reset it. So I mean, look, man, it's it's the first show. Things things are. Why are you on Teamspeak though? Uh, TeamSpeak's a sponsor for the league, I believe. Oh, it is? Yep. But why? I thought on fucking LAN, you just connect the... Is, is it not like that anymore? I, I do not believe Astro's a sponsor anymore, so that's why. So you can't connect locally? You just can't connect from MixAmp to MixAmp? You can't do that well, anymore? You see different headsets now if you look on stage. Like, look at the, the headsets they're using. They're using uh, aviation well, what headsets. What MixAmp are they using? They still need a MixAmp, though. No, they're, they're not plugging not in USB, amp. are they? Uh, it's uh, it's something different. Or why don't you guys use third? Why don't you guys use third-party mix amps and just fucking yeah, connect them all? 
There's, no, there's no mixamp, but I will say the benefit of this is the, the listening quality is a lot better. Like if you hear oh, it yeah, for mics, but how's audio for players? Like, I guess we'd have to ask. Uh, it, it's pretty good. I mean, they're pumping. It's a, it's a duel. So you're, you're getting white noise in there. Um, so they can't hear the crowd and you got earbuds in. So, uh, it's been pretty good. There's some kinks. I think we're going to probably have to work out. Um, well, how was the, how was the vibe at the event? I know it's like, uh, obviously I got to bounce in a minute, crowd. but, but vibe, vibe was good. I think the, um, the crowd was, was excellent. I uh, was really excited. We had like three new crowd talent. was good today. They were, they were loud, really loud. We had, uh, we had three new talent. Obviously as you guys saw on the desk. Um, you know, good job uh, today. Good job. Josiah's on the desk. Yeah. We had Alley Cat on the desk and, uh, Veli hosting. I think they, they did great. I mean, you know, we have a really busy top of show. Like, uh, as you guys see now, we're going to have an expanded pregame. So there's a lot to get through. And I thought the desks and uh, talent killed it today. So a uh, really good first day. I think the matches tomorrow, I'm sure you guys will cover later in the show or absolute bangers. So I'm excited to uh, pull up tomorrow and do it all again. Dude, tomorrow's, but we're going to, we're going to do predictions. I mean, we're going to get by these last few matches. Seattle ended up 3-0, uh, wiping out London. Good place. Mac with a big 11 bomb. Want to show some love to my son. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Ben. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, bro. Later, go boys. do what you got to do. All right, bro. Take care, you, brush your head. Good shit, uh, good shit, Seattle. Uh, shout out to my man, Pred. I thought he handled himself well as a rookie in the interview. Seems like a very confident guy. Uh, so he seems like he's doing, a, you know, doing his thing. Shout out to the desk, like Ben just said. I thought they did a great job today. Obviously, we want to see Maven and Merck in there, guys. I, I want to see Maven and Merck in there, too. I know a lot of people are, are mad about I mean, that. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to have a hot take. Obviously, they've been a staple, but, like, given the matches, because it's, like, it's not like the casting duos were new, right? Like, mm -hmm. it, was still, it was still Lando and, and Jay and then and Miles and, and, and Chance. And I, I mean, I think they did good. Like, it, was, it, it felt normal to me without, you know, obviously having Maven and Merck run what would be probably one the yeah, I mean, they're just OGs. Everybody do. wants to see the OGs yeah. in there. I mean, they just they got a lot of fans. People love them. They've been in community for a long time. I, I'm not saying that I want Maven and Merck to replace anybody. I'm just saying just add them to the rotation, too. No, you know? yeah. I just, I just felt like it was. It felt normal. It felt like a normal day to me. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. kind of how I how I had it. Miles yeah. and Momo did and, their and, normal thing. And listen, I'm really happy, too, with, with Jay, man. Uh, I heard Study's been getting himself into team scrims every day and been practicing. Like, his casting and stuff. I think, and, I, think and I was talking to Ann. I was like, That's yeah, impressive, like they're, man. They're, I fuck with that. They're literally grinding the game to make sure they're, you know, always up to up to par with everything that's going on. Kids, much knowledge. I don't know why I said Momo. I meant Miles. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, dude. They, I, I'm, uh, it's cool to see Jay just super dedicated into perfecting his craft and just trying to be the best caster he can be. You know, I like that. It's really cool that people are, you know, taking it seriously. And, and obviously, I'm going to be honest. We were watching the whole thing. I thought Jay did a great job today. I know a lot of people are always on his fucking ass, but he did a good job today. Shout out to Lando and, and Miles and Chance and all those guys. And shout out to the desk. Good job. We'll be back tomorrow. Then we get into the New York uh, Subliner Series. NYSL going up against the Boston Breach. Pat, your old teammates here were, were putting on a show. This Dude. guy Porter was having was ripping these guys. Yeah, I, I, I mean, cause you saw the predictions, Tom. I was like, I don't know how you're taking Boston. I think Boston's good, but to me... And, just off screams, just off screams, you know? Revan had a comment on Twitter that I know Zed didn't like. Revan was like, we should have 5-0'd. Like, we, we kind of let hey, What do you think about slip. that? Because my chat didn't like that either. They were flipping Honestly, out. I, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that's, like, disrespectful to say, but honestly, I can't disagree with it. I, I personally think that New York was the better team. Like, Capsule absolutely had his way, map four, and I think without that performance, New York probably wins that map. But, like, that that one clip he had where he went on, like, a nine streak or whatever it was, like, that was disgusting. That yeah. was, like... Like he was just left, right, left, right, kill, kill, kill. Oh like yeah, he, that was that was gross. It, it that literally was gross. like he was cheating. He was like he just everywhere he looked, he he shit on someone. So that yeah. was nuts. But other than that, I mean, I, I and obviously the control 
bug, like whatever that, that mm-hmm. you can't really say much about that. But to me, these first two maps just felt like, you know, big or the first two in the game five just felt like big brother versus little bro. Like yeah. this was New a York great just, series. New York just looked good. I, I think New York look, looked a lot better than people thought, but at the same time, like this is a veteran lineup coming in against the new kids. Like I didn't see a way that they were going to lose at, you know, in a, in what did a, Lamar say? What did he say in the chat? He said, bro, people want, want to talk shit, then get mad when someone does it. Wait, what is he talking about? Is he talking about what is it? Is he talking about the? Uh, the... I think he's talking about Revan's comment. Revan and. Oh, Z. he's talking about Revan's comment. Oh shit! Listen, Pat, we got a we got a, a listen in here, and Doug, let's tune into the listening, and then when when we're done, I'll bring us back. Okay, one second, three, right. two, one, boom. Okay, okay. Let's switch. They might spawn here. One shot tower. One shot back I'm tower. Laying down, down back tower. Laying down back tower. Like right there. Laying down. Nice. There's I'm two, pushing there's out two. long. I'm pushing out long. Don't go on you. Nice. Zero dead. Get to, I got time. I'll get time. I play tower. One's in the back. One's in yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. I'll get time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other way, other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's going long on me. I'm stunning over you, Porter. I'm stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back window. Back window. Back window. Yeah, Marsha Terror. Marsha Terror. I got Nate. I got I killed I'm one shot. I needed another one, Porter. I needed another one. What's up, Porter? Okay, okay. What's that? Fuck you. Yeah, Marsha Terror. The last guy right. Nice. Marsha Terror. Is that a I'm watching mid and game. In one shot trench. Deep right tr- trench. Bottom, bottom, trench bottom, 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 I'll get ready to bomb. Watch it. Watch left. Watch left too. Yeah, yeah. Get ready to bomb. I know we're mid listening, but wow, we gotta give Hydra some credit. Yeah, dude. Paco, look, we can we can end it there. We don't need to listen to the whole thing, bro. I was talking to Clay. And he told me that Paco's English is so good now. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, dude. He's been, like, really practicing it and really focusing on it. And when you listen to the listening, did his words, they just sound more clear now. Like, yeah. it, just, it just seems like he's, like, really con- yeah, concise. It just sounds like he's more familiar with the language. So, I'm ha- dude, I got to give a huge props to Hydra, man. Huge props. Let's get a Hydra in the chat. Let's get a Waco for the one time. I see JP in here, too. How you doing, JP? Fucking yeah, like, go I've, I've taken, I took, I don't know how many years of Spanish, bro, and I don't remember a little. <laughs> I don't remember like, anything. Any, how does he any, do that? Any person, any person, this goes to anybody in the chat who's bilingual and you're good at that and fluid, like, you deserve fucking yeah, dude. everything, bro. That shit is impossible for me. So, for the fact that he, and he, he had a quick turnaround. It wasn't like he had, like, you know, uh, years, right? Like, it's only yeah. been, what, how long since he's been in the States? Like, he's, I don't know, a year, a year and a half, a year and a half, maybe? I don't fucking know, yeah, dude. Not long. To, but to be able to communicate at like a high level this fast in, in an environment like competitive COD, I mean, that was a big It's impressive, for him. dude. It's impressive. Yeah. And also, what's impressive is New York on his first map. They wiped Boston. I mean, a hundred, yeah. uh, close to 100 point club on Bokage is insane. Bokage, that's Krim fucking was, insane. Krim was having his way. It's funny because obviously we all laugh at Krim sometimes and he's and he's old as dirt. But to me, he was probably like one of the standout players of the whole day. Him and Big Wake were kind of oh, the, yeah, no, the duh, MVPs for me today. But like. Looking at Krim, he had he ended with a 1.3 plus 25 on his team, plus 24 on his team, like, mm-hmm. he, and he's running a sub. He was he was he was shitting on people. So and and did it all. And he literally did good, it all, man. Every map. Team, so Labendug? I said Porter did it all every map. Like he consistently fried every single map in the best of five. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. Porter, Porter, and he was hitting some crazy nades. His nade spots were impeccable. In SND, yeah. yeah. he was hitting so many fucking grenades. It's like, what the fuck's going on? This guy's hitting everything. Uh, but we get into a Tuscan SD. It was very back and forth. Uh, I Again, I think that offense is the superior side on here. I feel like if you could just, I know Doug's playing bombs on a every second he can't, he could get. What are you, what are you, what are you saying, Doug? It's He's one dead. of two things. I'm insta planting it or I'm beating down your nades and I'm playing the bomb. 
or so you planning it? You planning it both? <laughs> you planning it regardless? Place. Dugger, you running, are you running fortified and surge? Because it looked like no one against Krim had fortified on. Uh, I mean, if you have fortified on and you throw two nades on the bomb, they will die. So if you just fortified, yeah, but Krim, bomb, Krim is just getting like money nades. Like people just a three piece at a TJ. Well, there. Did they did they double nade? I think it was capsule. I don't know if it was capsule or one it was or two, but or narrow. I don't know who pairs bomb. But the, if they double naded him, they should get that kill. And I know Porter did throw the nade from top. So it if someone else naded it with him, then they should have. If if he single naded and got that kill. Whoever that player is, like, why are you not running Fortify? But I would assume they're running it. Like, it would yeah. just make no sense for them not to. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, listen, Capsule struggled this map, but he clutched up at this last round. He was he was one in seven or two in seven. I don't know what he was, but he was he was getting smoked. And it's around eleven, and this kid he 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 really kicked up here. I think he popped three. Did he get the ace? I believe he got the ace. Yeah. <laughs> Capsule was he got the streakiest player of the day. Like, he showed so many great signs, and it's just really about him just getting more reps and to be more consistent. Like, mm -hmm. he showed he could play with the best, honestly. Oh, yeah, like, he played yeah. amazing. I think the best the best part about it was when he when he shit on them map four, the fact that he, like, stood up and got hyped, that was, like, the best part about it because, like, it just, it just kind of reassured, I'm sure, himself and his teammates. Like, his confidence wasn't wavered after having, you know, I mean, this is, what, his first tournament ever on LAN. And he had like a couple bad maps and then absolutely had his way and, and just showed that his confidence was not affected at all. Yeah. No, I like that. That's what you want to see out of a young player, Pat. Somebody, he, you know, he didn't lose composure. He stayed composed. Yeah. And, that, and that's important. That is really he was important. He kind of like, fuck this. Like, this is what, I, this is what I'm about. And that was, that was good to see. Yeah. And, and, and listen, even if he got shit on the whole day, it's, it's hard, man. Do you, Pat, do you remember the first time you played on a big stage? Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, it was Modern Warfare Two uh, at Nats, I ended up getting second. I was playing with T, Miles, and Jug and Nometry. So, like my case is a little different because like I was absolutely having my way that tournament. Might have had a one point five, but <laughs> yeah, like, I remember watching I, that. You were I, obviously. I mean, there's always gonna be moments where you have bad, bad match, bad event, whatever. And so the fact that he obviously had a few bad games and then just came back that map four, that was nice and probably had the best clip of the day, right? Like I don't. I don't oh, that I, was sick, bro. Uh, that yeah, clip that, that was, was so sick. Th th that's probably the best clip of the day by far. hundred. Uh, We'll, we'll if not, show it. If we'll not show the whole it. weekend, right? Depending on what we see in the next couple of days, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely show the clip if you guys don't know what we're talking about. Uh, but obviously, Boston was able to clutch up the S and D in that round eleven. Big plays out of Capital to kind of bounce back, get that ace, bring the boys back into it. Then we go to a Gavitu control, bro. This map is Fugues. Can this, I just? This might be this the map worst is map fucking Fugues, bro. What the fuck, man? This is Fugues because, it, bro, it, it's the same bullshit. Either the defense team wins because either team can't cap the points, or the offensive team's able to get the eight point off the rip, which you see here, and they just they, they just keep flooding themselves into B, trying to find somehow to, to get that B point. Obviously, I've seen teams take the offensive round, so obviously it's doable, but it's it's difficult. No, no, Doug. I mean, in, 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 both I, you guys. What, what I noticed from the minimap, bro, is like so you defensive can't, heavy. You can't. You also cannot go around the back. I I know you were watching the Paris uh, the game too, and we'll get into that later. But like they kept LSD kept trying to go around the back, but like every person they would kill would then just spawn right behind them and shoot them in their back when they went around. Like yeah. I feel like the it, what it looks like you literally have to back up, get the guy out of your spawn who's like spawning you out, and pit front like and just pray to God you win gunfights. That's just how control looks in this game. Like it looks like you literally have to hit the front and just bully your way in. Yeah. Because if you go around like the spawns are just gonna fuck you. Like that's mm -hmm. they were literally going around 
getting a kill or two, and then the person who they just killed would then spawn behind them, shoot them in their back, and then you're in rinse and repeat. Yeah. So I don't think you should just keep flooding front. I mean, I think there needs to be some balance between well, mid, mid and front. Yeah. You know, mid. You know, but hit but through middle a little bit. Yeah, you're just wasting time at that fucking yeah. point. You know, you're just wasting time. I don't know. If somebody's going to do it, you need to situationally just know what you're doing, right? Just like you have to time it perfectly, maybe catch people off spawn. And if you get kills in the back, you need to get out of there. You need to collapse on the point. It also, it also doesn't like there's a way to spawn kill in the back. Like they're always spawning like, like in different corners back, and shit. Yeah, like they're all like, over in the a place. Room behind you. They're, they, don't, they don't have like a set spawn where they're like, you can spawn trap and just, you know, take lives down. Yeah. Pat, you know why? You're, you're literally hitting the nail on the head. It's because of squad why. spawns, Pat. I mean, it just doesn't control. Just just doesn't work. And domination, and, man. But, we gotta put domination in a rotating objective, man. You can't I, I have think, stationary objectives so he, in squad hear me out. I, I think I think COD could do dom, but they have to do it with the strongholds mentality. I think that's the only way to make it enjoyable to watch. Like if no one's in the chat's familiar with strongholds in Halo, mm -hmm. um, you have to have two flags to score. Um, I think that would play better than uh, control currently. But you would have to you'd have to change domination um, and make it what what's known as strongholds like play mm -hmm. but listen i want to yeah, talk about this controversial round gentlemen we had a controversial round what happened here it was it was uh apparently boston won the break or some shit or something happened because over here what what, what the hell happened what the hell happened because the team speak crashed that's why they stopped the game that's why they, they stopped the game i don't know team speak disconnected after we won the break after see why why was everybody saying that Boston won the break? In my, uh, I was, I missed this. I, I, I got I, up and I went think, to the bathroom I don't, I don't and I why, came back. They said, uh, it said Boston won on the screen. Well, I just wasn't I think paying that's attention. What people were, were complaining about. Uh, so I know Boston was on the point and Capsula was like Capsula was not playing good. They were down 2-0 and then he started frying. Like he literally started piecing. Like he brought it back. He was single-handedly like winning his team rounds, making a lot of plays with the sub. And it looked to me like Boston oh, was Oh, right here, right here. Yeah, JP, you're tripping. I mean, right here they were they were on they have two ticks on A. They're about to cap it. Boston and, uh, looked like they had a lot of momentum here, and they were gonna do something. That's wait, all I'll but, say. But when did when did the TS crash? That's what matters. Like, at what point in the game did TS crash? If it happened right away, then like before yeah, TS was on A there. Let me see. But I don't know if we're gonna know when it oh, crashed. He, did he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when exactly oh, it crashed. JP said, "Look at our guys in spawn. They might have stopped playing." Uh. Back, back it back it up to like the beginning. All right, so let's just watch it right from the break, right? We get off from the break. Hydra gets fucking twisted, doing what Hydra does. Another day in the office, getting cracked, almost pops two. Uh, so they get another kill here. If they get another kill here, they win the break. If Boston gets a kill, then I wouldn't say they won the break. Yeah, so TJ, okay. So I think I think I think Boston won the break here. Yeah, they win the trades and they get on A. I mean, you know what I'm saying? They they, they won the break. And they get the guy out of the spawn. But they instantly, after they lose the break, they instantly stop moving. Instantly. So their, their comms are probably fucked up during that break. So, I mean, listen. Either way, it's so early in the round. Like, it doesn't even matter who won the break. Like, if the TS crashed, like, just replay yeah. the Everybody replay was the spamming robbery and rigged and this and that. Like, I, I understand that there's going to be some issues. But, I mean, I don't think it was really that big of a deal. I really don't. Uh, I, I, I do feel for the Boston guys because they, they were on the eight point, right? But at the same time, nobody gives a fuck about the eight point. That's what I was just saying. Everybody caps the eight point off the rip for the most part. Yeah, and, and the kills were still pretty even, like. And then New York put on an absolute show during the, the reset. Game, they, oh, yeah.
Well, well Hydra Papa, did you see this? Did you see this two piece by Paco? This was sick. Right here. Let's put the comms up. Neptune was finessing. Neptune and Hydra are uh, are dude, they're annoying to play Nep against for Neptune sure. Neptune played really well too. Good play, good play out of Paco right there. What a fucking win! He was absolutely beaming. Good plays These out of him. Have some of the best movement in COD. Yeah, man. they do. They, be, they be moving. The best movement. Yeah, they be moving, bro, for sure. And then we get into the Berlin hard point. And again, this one was super back and forth. Uh, I feel like a lot of hard points are going to be like that this year. Especially not just because of the game, but also just because of the talent. I think it's just going to be a lot of back and forth. Just teams constantly trading hills. I was I was surprised New York brought it back. Like, because they went down, right? And they brought it back. Uh, They went down, yeah. I want to I wanna find where Capsule... Where did Capsule get that piece? Uh, It was in the middle. It was around... Um, I think it was around like P5. Going to P1. Yeah, we'll, we'll find rotation. it. We'll find it. I'll end the finery somewhere. But I definitely want to show it to the screen. So New York gets a lead uh, off the rip. Boston's able to bring it back. Basically tie it up. It's a little mixy. I'm still getting to know the hills. Like the P3s, P4s, all this shit. I've been playing subscriber 8s. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to learn the game. That's how I'm trying to learn the game right now. Subscriber 8s. Dude, some of the Zoomafia members are cracked too. These guys are twisted. Um, but yeah, dude, Capsule, Doug, this is such a good play, isn't it? Pushing this back fucking head glitch back, back here, it just looks like a good play. Yeah, I couldn't, like, this is honestly where I think the turning point happened, because as a sub player, when it's P3 to P4 and you're spawning P3, and it's like 25 seconds, you want to take a route around P2 to flip the spawn. Capsule just straight up went through P1 and went straight through the doors and got amazing time and killed the guy off hill and got to the back alley. And, like, if you could get the timing to do that, it's amazing, but a lot of teams won't even allow you to get to that spot. But Boston just decided to flood out P1, and it worked. And then once it worked, and then he got that little spree, he knows they're going to spawn back out. You pick up this automaton. It's a free kill. At this point, if you're Cap, that's when you're going to start feeling it, and that's when greatness starts happening yep. for Cap. We're going to go on board with the Boston listening real quick. We'll see how the, how the guys are common. I know there was, uh, there's some rookies on the team, so uh, you know you guys can give your own opinions, but let's go and listen in and see how they sound. One shot P5. He's just in behind the fucking... Uh... I get timer. I shall go top tower. Stay top. Put him back left, guys. What a P5 here? I'm gonna need this. This is sick right here. This is free by Capital. This is sick. Yeah, that's the point where he starts flipping the switch. Like yeah, he you knows. can tell. He knows and that's the confidence. That that's the confidence, right? Like he pick, he pops that piece, and all of a sudden, so you, you see some life in him. Yeah, I mean, dude, if, if you got players spawning back alley on P4, they are chalk, and he knew it. And once you get those kills and you start seeing that in the kill feed, like your confidence just gets skyrocketed. And I mean, this clip that he's about to do is one of the craziest clips I've seen in this game so far, honestly. All right, we're gonna mute it there. Good comms. I mean, not bad, not bad. The young, the young guns are definitely quiet, right? Like the young guns are, yeah. are definitely pretty quiet. 
Um, but I feel like that's a pretty common thing. Uh, when, you, when you're a young gun, you come in. It just seemed like, like there wasn't enough small talk. Like You heard Teach small talking a, a bit. little but bit, like, a little yeah, bit. It was mostly just spamming call-outs, like... Mm-hmm. Which is which is fine, but like you also you gotta have a good mix of small talk. Yeah, here but it is. This is a clip, right? This Bangor. is it. I'm gonna put the yeah. I'm gonna put the volume up. Bro, he was that ass. Everywhere he jumped, there was yeah, he was just on. shitting on him, bro. Here in the crowd too, you know he was getting turned. Yeah. You know he was turned here in that crowd behind him, just gassing him up every kill it away. Good plays at a capsule, man. Really good plays. It was cool to see him pop off after struggling the first couple maps. Um, people were kind of giving him shit. But this game got uh, got Boston. They, yeah, you know they got carried away. Got New York brought yeah. it back a little bit. Yeah, right here at the end, New York started bringing it all the way back. Uh, you don't think New York should have brought this back? You don't think Boston should have let that happen, Pat? Is that what you were saying? No, no, I was just, uh, yeah, I was surprised that New York, you know, brought it back. Because after that, dude, after someone does that to a team, bro, like, like that, he, yeah, he literally yeah, single handedly just pissed yeah, on them for like yeah, 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, did. That was sick, so, too. And, and they got, and that's when they got, they got their big lead. I think they went up like 40, uh, and then New York brought it back, got the lead back. So it was big, a lot of back and forth, but. but Boston yeah, did a good job. They, they did, they, they did a good back. job just, just stay composed and getting into that next hill and just rotating and just not doing anything stupid. But it was, I thought right here, right here, it was getting scary. Right here. When, then Hyde just starts going rogue. He starts pushing out. Yeah, but, I, I forgot who it was. They got him out of time and got the scrap here. I, I don't remember who killed who. I think it was, it was Zinni killed kill. Porter. Zinni killed Porter and Hill, I think. When you're in New York like here, like, you cringe knowing that you just, like, kind of, like, like, That's you like your new game. word, Doug. That's your new word, cringe. Dude, like, I know JP just said, close your eyes. Like, I just knew in this moment when they had that three dead... And then they just let him get on the hill from back alley. It's like, oh, man, now you got to get Mixy on P2. Yeah. And there's going to be subs sitting on the steps. And they can just run up the steps and jump down. And it's like, oh, my that God. That P2 hill is a, is a mix, bro. An absolute mix. Because you could come from mid-map and you can get up top, you know. And then you're jumping down from the balconies. There's two stairwells. There's multiple windows on the other side. Doorways in the back, on the side. I mean, look at all that shit. Look at that building. <laughs> Dude, there's so You see many that shit? Like, look at bro. this. Look at this. Look at Neptune getting cracked. Like, there's you don't even know what's going like on. 18 different ways to get in there. It's fucking mixy, bro. But Boston ended up holding on. Tony with a big two-piece. And, uh, you know, they send this over to a, to a map number five. Shout out to Boston. You can see the energy in them. It's cool to see them getting hyped, too. It, it seems like Capsule and Nero and them, they're having a good time on stage, which is always good to see when your rookies are having fun. Last map was a blending. New York came in uh, and shit on him. I gotta say this. When you see this, after Krim loses a game four and he does nothing for 20 seconds but drink his water, you <laughs> know it's a wrap game five. You think he's coming? Dude, he's coming in hot. My bro, man's bro, getting he, hydrated. He, for, for 20 full seconds, he didn't say a word. It was up, down, <laughs> up. Just a water bottle. Just like 18 different drinks. And then he just finally went. Wait, that's actually right, comedy. Go. <laughs> that's actually fucking comedy. Dude, you Porter's a clown, bro. You see what he did after the series? We're going to get to that. Oh yeah, the, the fucking to TJ, yeah, yeah to TJ. What's wrong with this guy? This was a blender, bro. Ber Berlin S and D. New York was running through him. There's nothing to talk yeah, about here. Was, New York was, was just running all over him. And it's still early in S and D. I don't know if you guys saw anything that caught your eye, but to me it just seemed like New York was just way more prepared. Seems like Boston was just kind of didn't know what the fuck was going on or what was hitting them. They were they were playing really aggressive too. New York wasn't scared to make plays. JP, you were calling these strats, weren't you, boss? Look at you, JP. Look at you, boss. I just throwing smokes on himself and shit. Like, look at this guy, dude. This is this is it, man. This B plan. Once this bomb is down, if you got people in the back playing safety, it's chalked. 
Hi, just playing corners in this building and shit. Like this is this is all over. It's really hard to beat this, honestly. It's so Dog, hard. Like, it's so I hard. I feel like Hydra took a page out of your book in this post building, bro. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I, that's literally exactly how I play it. Hide like, behind the door, lie. get a kill, and then get mixy, bro. Or hit out the door and just fly and flank them, man. Like either play if they're going A, or they're going B. Like it's just a really good play because you get really good timings doing it. Look at Porter. Look at Porter. Oh no! You see how I put it in slow motion? You see that, chat? Yeah, put that. Look at that. But then it was all love at the end, bro. I saw, bro, somebody tweeted me because I tweeted at Krim Left Mouse. So somebody tweeted me, oh, no respect. That's so sad to see. Dude, he's boys trolling. He's having a good time with his friend TJ. They're always roasting <laughs> each other. I don't know what it is with TJ and Porter. I really don't know what it is. Uh, good job to New York. Uh, we'll be seeing them tomorrow. Uh, and then we get into the Los Angeles Thieves and the Paris match. Paris came out strong, but it didn't last, Pat. Didn't last at all. Um, Thieves actually look really good. And I, I, I watched, uh, I watched, what did I watch last of them? Um, I watched them scrim uh, Boston, I think, the last day before they left, mm -hmm. before all the teams left. And I think they shit on pretty bad. Like, Thieves must have had a really good day. They won map count like 5-1 or 6-1 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Thieves looked really, really good in that, in that last set of scrims I saw. And I was like... I didn't know how to kind of rank them before that, but then I saw that and I was like, well, they look dominant, so I'm excited to see how they play this weekend. And they showed out. Um, they look good. I, th I think they look good. You know, it was cool. It was through. yeah, it was cool to see uh, Octane sniping an S and D, getting those picks like the like just like old times. You know, seeing Octane doing what he's doing with the snipe. Uh, Draza looked really good. I think he's always cracked out. Kenny Envoy. I mean, it's just what you expect from them, honestly. I think we're gonna talk more about Paris, if anything. Um, because I feel like Paris has potential this year, man. I, I really think so. I know a lot of people are going to hit on Paris and put them in the bottom of the league. But I see flurries here or there. Now, granted, it's the first event. We'll see if, uh, if they can get any wins under their belt, uh, especially early on. I think Paris, the beginning of the year, is going to be big for them, man. They need to start off strong. Because if they start off ba bad, Pat, I feel like they're chalked. Like, my, my right off the rip. My problem with Paris is just looking at this team, this team has to win S&Ds. Like, yeah. they have to. You, this team needs to be the dominant S&D team. You got Fellow, you got JT, you got Donnie, who's obviously good in S&D, John's good. This team has to be an S&D, like, super squad. Um, they played so, it good, though, this first map, Pat. They played it good. I think it was Donnie who, who told well, the team during the listening to get the full 60 on this hill right here. He got up top. They brought I, it back, and then they lost just it. Gonna be, this is just, all year long, this is going to be a mixy hardpoint team. Just just how they play. Like, they're going to they're they're gonna keep games close. Mm -hmm. They're going to win some. They're going to lose some. And that's kind of what my opinion is. I think they – not that their ceiling's capped in hardpoint. They're just going to be a mixy hardpoint team. I don't see them being a dominant hardpoint team. I don't see them being a bad one. Mm -hmm. I just feel like they got to be a 2-5 super squad, yeah. and then they're going to win their respawns. Like, you're, they're going to swing a respawn in, a, in series to, yeah. to, to make to – make you know, big upsets. Bro, this you, is the first time, Tom. I, this is the first time I've seen a team outslay someone this bad on Gavutu and lose. Like I see it on Tuskins, I see it on Bokages, but mm -hmm. I've never seen a team like Paris consistently was outslaying them on Gavutu, and yet they still lost the map. That's crazy to me, honestly. What do you think they it is? Out, they didn't. They didn't outslay them, Doug. It looked like they did just because Draza was negative sixteen. But the only one positive was. Uh... Oh wait, sorry, I was reading the overall. Um... Just for this map, this Gavutu hardpoint, yeah, Pat. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Everyone no, on their right. team was positive, and they lost the map. I've plus, never seen that on Gavutu. Plus four, plus huh. four, plus five. Yeah. Not not big swings, but yeah, they were positive. 
That's interesting. This was the hill that killed him. That killed Paris. They didn't get a single point on this fucking hill. Which one is this? Is this P5, Doug? What the hell? Is, which hill is this? P5. P5. They didn't get a fucking point on this. Paris. They couldn't get into this. LATs just early rotated. It seemed like they super focused on the P5 hill, which was interesting. Because they held that shit down. Cool, like, bad. Really bad. They, the Paris couldn't even get, get close to it. So, I wonder if P5 is like LATs money hill, maybe. You know, they, they, they fucking love that hill. I could tell. That was what hurt Paris. Because the game was very back and forth the whole time. It was just those that two, the two P5 hills they didn't get a single time on. So, you know, they're going to have to go back and, wa and watch that. Because I don't know if they just weren't breaking it properly. Or, uh, and shout out to Desi. He had, a, he had a big map. Who came in big for, for LATs? Oh, Kenny. Kenny was doing his thing. Kenny still got it, too. He's still Kenny fucking beaming. Series, yeah, yeah, dude. He's still frying, doing his fucking thing. He's good. Speaking, speaking though, Doug, of them getting out slayed, uh, look at the hill time. Uh, Envoy had a had a two minute plus game, but but yeah, no one really was really playing the hill much that map one. Like, Desi had forty seconds, Fellow sixty, Donnie forty. Like, no one was really dominating hill presence, but then Envoy and the other team was just soaking. Mm-hmm. Well, I, dude, Envoy is... I love the way Envoy plays. I've always been a big fan of Envoy. I, I just like the way he thinks around the map. You could tell that he's always just like... He's always being a nuisance. Whenever I'm watching Envoy, I just feel like he's being a thorn in people's sides. He's he just, just looks like annoying. he has a game plan when he yeah, plays. He like, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He definitely... You could tell he's, he thinks about the things that he's doing. You know, it's not just kind of random in two days. I didn't even know this was a map, by the way. I, I will I will say that. I, I thought this was like... I. I, I, when did people start this map playing is this? Trolly. This, this map is trolly. Does this map like get picked, Doug? I literally didn't know this was a map. It's pro. I mean, I don't mind it. I think it's not a bad S and D map at all. Sniper. I mean, you're gonna see snipers on it. That's for sure. Holding down because both though? bombs are on. on this was a map, bro. Yeah, I knew this was I, a map. I, I remember playing this when the game came out in pubs, and I was like, "This map stinks." Well, I mean, it's it definitely sucks for hardpoint, dude. I, I, I remember respawning this. This was terrible for respawn. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a hill right in the middle building upstairs? And everybody there was like a couple, bro, and then the others were just out in the open field, just yeah, in the middle nah, of nowhere. Yeah, no, this map was fugues for sure. Uh, Give definitely. it some time, man. Give it another month. I don't mind in S and D like though. It. I really That's don't. I, I don't like mind it, it. I don't mind it that much in S and D. I don't. I like it a lot. I think it has a lot of symmetry. There's some lanes. I mean, me and Pac were talking about this, and and we both kind of felt the same way. Like when we first played it, our reaction was like, dude, this map. There's no way it's gonna bro, be there's in. There's so many like rooms and corners yeah, and trains is. and cars and just I don't know, bro. It just doesn't look look. Like an appealing map to play competitively in search. Nah. I don't mind it at all. I think it's pretty decent, to be honest. I think Bokage is worse than it. I think Tuscan is very one-dimensional. You know, like... Bokage really S&D? I like from. Bokage S&D, though. I like that shit. I mean, I, I just think Bokage is, like, the worst map in this game for hardpoint everybody's playing, nobody, nobody, nobody vetoed it. Nobody vetoed it, though, dog. Everybody's playing it. Yeah, Doug, why is uh, that? Why is that? Why, like, obviously everyone hates Bokage, and it's, like, a big toss-up map, but why is it played so often? Like, what is what do the vetoes look like, do you think, for a lot of these teams? What map are they avoiding that's not Bokage? I think a lot of teams aren't that good on Gavutu hardpoint, and they don't want to play it. And then I think teams are just trying to veto the other team's best map, and I think people are just complacent with playing Bokish because it's just a very fluky map. I mean, I feel like anyone could pop off on a Bokish hardpoint. Anyone in the league could just have a good map on it. I just think it takes no skill. I think it's the worst competitive map I've ever seen in my life. And I don't think anything will ever top Bokish hardpoint. It's just, it's so much fun and it's just non-competitive at all to me. Um, I, I don't think Bokage is that bad. I don't think I feel I feel like it's it's definitely a super fast hyper aggressive map. It's definitely super trade heavy. 
It's entertaining to watch, that's for sure, Doug. I mean, watching it, you know, we were going, you we know, watching people, like, actually get cracked and twisted today. I mean, th there's always action going down on that map. Uh, in terms of it being the most competitive, I mean, you would know more than me and, and the pros because you guys play it every day. So... I think Warhawk Blitz and Ghost was more competitive than Bokish Hardpoint, Tom. Mm. My, my, here's, I tweet you about this. So? My problem with Bokish Hardpoint is, <laughs> and, and, and I don't know if some people took this the wrong way when I said it, but, like, because I think we have a great observer team in Call of Duty, but... The fact that on that map, as an observer, you can't stay on one player's POV for more than like two seconds because it's yeah, constantly yeah, yeah. spawn die, yeah. spawn die. The observer's it, probably losing full. <laughs> yeah, it's a headache to watch. Like that, yeah. that to me was the most off-putting thing. Like I, you couldn't like get, there was no story in that map. It was mm -hmm. just trade, 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 nonstop. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest complaint. Regardless if it's fun competitively, it's just visually not a good viewing experience. Yeah. But listen, let's talk about this Gavit 2 control because I love what Desi was doing on this map. He lived here on defense. Lived here. He <laughs> always pushed his right side of the map, spawned LATs all the way on that left side, just pushed them so far away from that B point, you know? This is what we were talking about. Why were they not wrapping back? Yeah, they weren't wrapping him. back. I don't they know. They weren't even trying. I was they saying were, like, this during the watch party, too. To I, was saying, why, I was saying it during the watch party. Why aren't they just wrapping back and just killing this guy? It should have been... I think Clay, Clay was doing this, too, against... Uh, um... Boston, he he was trying to get pushed out into this spot as much as he could. Well, the thing about it, look at all the look at lo all the little corners and crevices and little tanks you can hide behind in this in yeah. these fences. You can just constantly keep switching up your angles and your corners and shit like that. And then he he was able to get streaks off of that. And LATs try almost got in at the end, but because he had streaks, it just it just costed him. Uh, Paris uh, looked pretty good in this control. I'm not gonna lie, they were able to take a map, which is a good thing because I didn't want it to be a blowout. Uh, super defensive heavy. Paris wins the first defense. LATs wins the next defense. Did anybody win an offense on this? I don't remember. This is the one map. There's of the been day a, there's been a lot of fucking cod today, dude. So. I don't I don't try, I don't think try, so. Try and find that part where Desi was pushed out and they just kept going around and every kill they got would just spawn right behind him and kill him. What? What in the first round? Uh. Desi nah, pushed it, out. It he probably he probably game. pushed out in this round too. It might have been right here. Yeah, it might have been right here actually in this round. See now you have John p pushing out the left too. I mean you could you could do whatever the fuck you want at this point. Just drain lives, just being a bit. Look at John right now. He's in he's in the bases running in circles. He did a full lap around the fucking map. A full lap. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He pushed out the left to get the right pushed yeah, out. Yeah, he pushed out the left and flanked all the way around the right. That shit was crazy. Did uh, LATs get in here? Yeah, they got in there. It, was, it probably was last round. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I think Paris got uh, defense again. Oh, you're right. You're right. The Paris did get defense again. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But look, they're doing the same thing. They definitely like to push this right side of the map. I mean, they're just pinning them in the base. It's not like it's rocket science. You know, it's not fucking rocket science. They pin them in the back of the fucking base. Let's go over to the last round. Oh, right here. You see right here? When Desi was... Yeah, see, this is it, Pat. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's pushed out. They he, go around. Yeah. So watch this. Look, look, look. They get kills when they go around, but look at where he spawns. Like... Hold on. I think it... Yeah, look. He spawns, like, in between their push. Like, number six right there spawns in oh, between yeah. their what push. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Go, go, look. Like, back that up. Yeah, I'm backing yeah, it up. What the hell? He spawned right where he just died. He spawned in the yeah, same yeah, spot yeah. he just died. <laughs> Look at this. Boom. <laughs> right in the same spot. Which and is why it's like. Wait, what is that? Which is why it's like, dude, one, like, what the why, fuck why is that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Wait, I've never seen that in my life. What is yeah, that? Though? What is bro, that? I, and... I saw that and I was like, bro, if I'm a coach or an animal, I'm telling my team to yeah. never go around, bro. Never. Like... There's no point. There's no point. You got to hit through mid and left. That's it. You got to get this guy out of the base. Look at number five. He's still there. He hasn't even shot his gun. 
<laughs> yeah, like, they just keep look. They just spawn. They ignore them, and, and, and bro, they have to realize too if they're getting that deep spawn right there, just somebody needs to be pushed up there that left side. You know, like they gotta be picking up on that based off their spawns. At least oh, yeah. I, I, well, I think I think Someone's the logic time chat, is like right, ignore yeah. him, try to get control of gun and right, but, and then but then play he for just but then he just comes back and you know he just rains hell on them from up here from ring. You know when <laughs> wait, they like wait. they go all the way around for what. Somebody in the chat's right. That, that guy got his own trade when he died. Yeah, He's he like, got his own trade. Guys, give me two seconds. Got my trade. Yeah, We're good. literally. That's fucking crazy, dude. That is crazy. And then we go into the the last uh, the last uh, the hard point because uh, LATs are able to end it here. I thought we would maybe go to a to a map number five, but uh, they end it here, right? Correct. I'm losing yeah, brain cells here because it's been a long day. This is the last day of the series, but yeah, this was a three-one. Um, and LAT is coming out with the win. We can get right into the predictions. I'm down. We don't need to talk about Tuscan Hardpoint too much. We're gonna get more Tuscan yeah, Hardpoint tomorrow. The story of this was just slain. They got outstayed so bad yeah. on that map. No, they 100%. had like three people with like neg ten. Uh, fuck it. Before we do the predictions, let's go in with the Kenny interview. Let's see what he had to say. Let's do it. This is as loud as the crowd has been for you guys. Oh yeah. What a matchup. You come out on top. Tell me how you feeling this season. This is the kickoff classic, mm -hmm. okay? And you're back on this main stage. How you feeling with this? Last day of the series. Uh -oh. I did say really last day of the series. I mean, the first match is always big <laughs> for the season, just for momentum and confidence. Mm -hmm. uh, just went in and tried to do what we did in practice, and it showed that our, at least our hard point in S&D practice looked pretty good. Yep, yeah. Uh, so it's just good to show that practice paid off. Yeah, the practice definitely paid off. And now with the new team, okay, you got Draza, Envoy, and Octane. Mm -hmm. Now moving forward here, you know, come down to last year, champs, it wasn't the best showing, but the right. new squad kicking it off. How you feeling about the boys, especially moving forward? You guys got to go up against Optic tomorrow, and I yeah. know you've been looking at the bracket, <laughs> and you ready to go. Uh, definitely going to have to prepare for them. Um, I feel like our squad right now is really, really good. Just because our minds and how we take practice and our criticism mm -hmm. and everything is, has been really good. Mm -hmm. um, hasn't been too hostile of an environment or like nice. went overboard. I feel like we've had um, good moments where we fix stuff instantly. And yeah. then also we take days to fix stuff. But like I said, it hasn't been any hostile moments and just overall good practice for us. All Except right. for the ping disadvantage <laughs> most of the time. But <laughs> other than that, um, practice has been going well and the team's feeling good. We've been vibing. So excited for the season. All right, so the practices have been compounding. They're vibing. Oh, yeah, Kenny, good interview from Kenny. He's always been good in front of the camera. How you doing? Let's get into the predictions for tomorrow. All right, we got some big matches coming up tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Some big fucking matches. And I don't know how you guys feel about them, but I'm ready to go. We're kicking things off at 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern. Atlanta Faze going up against Seattle Surge, which we all know. Seattle Surge is coming out to play today. So I wonder what they're going to be doing tomorrow. We've been talking very highly about this team. Doug, you were talking highly about them. Pat, I was. Uh, the pro players have been saying Seattle's looking good. Where do you think this is going to go? Seattle going up against uh, Atlanta Faze, who arguably is probably the team to beat. I got Atlanta 3-1. Uh, I'm going to say Seattle wins the control. Okay. Doug, what do you think? See, I think it's going to go 3-2, and I think Seattle's going to win one of the hard points and one of the S the Game 2 S&D. I think Atlanta, like, just going back to last year, was the best control team in COD, and, and mm -hmm. the game mode just came out. I don't see Atlanta dropping a control. Whoa, I think they're going to be ahead. Whoa, entirely different. It doesn't matter. FaZe does. just... First of all, FaZe is the best team. They're obviously the number one team, um, but I do think Seattle could take them 3-2. Listen, I got Atlanta FaZe 3-1, like Pat. I'm going to go with Pat's uh, prediction. I'm going to say 3-1. I could see Seattle taking a map. I don't know what that map's going to be. You said the control. I could see it be, be, being maybe like an S&D or something. 
but I think FaZe will, will, will take the W. Wouldn't surprise me if this series goes all the way and we see a last map. And even if Seattle will, will pull something out of their ass, I think Seattle's really fucking good, dude. I'm going to be honest. So I think we're going to have a good series tomorrow. I'm excited to watch these two teams come go at it. But I got phase 3 1. Then we got Minnesota Rocker going up against the New York Subliners. I'm going to go. Dude, this is a tough one. I haven't seen Minnesota play at all. I have no idea what they look like. No, and nobody really talks about them either. So I got you, New York 3 0. You going New York really? 3 0. You don't think Minnesota's going to win a map? Nah. New York 3 0. Hmm. What do you think, Pat, uh, Doug? What do you think? I think Minnesota is going to pull it out three to two, if I'm being honest with you. Minnesota has been one of the most practiced teams in Call of Duty, and I think New York is a better team on paper. I just mm -hmm. think that when they let Paco back to France, that like lack of practice is the only reason why I think Rocker is going to win this three to two. I think Rocker is a great team. I think they've been very well prepared. I think they're great in S&D. They're great on land. Um, I think New York has a better team. I just think Rocker is more prepared, and I think they're going to win three two. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 3-1 Rocker. I don't know what it is. I just have a feeling. So I'm just going to go 3-1 Rocker. I'm, I'm curious to see New York look good today. How are they going to look tomorrow? Let's see if there's any consistencies. I'm, I'm curious to see with all these teams. Surge, New York, uh, Thieves, and, and Florida. I want to see how they look on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, going from one day to the next. I think I think for Rocker to win, Standy just has to be incredible. Like, I know he's going to play good regardless, but for them to, like— I think for them to win out this series, I think Standy just has to go like insane. Because I, I, I don't know. I just I have I have after watching a day, I think Krim and Clay are playing really well, and Neptune and Hydra are, are perfect a pair to play against that Rocker team. So mm -hmm. I, just I don't think know, man. Minute, just has his <clears throat> way. Standy got, can have his way. Dylan's gonna be he annoying can. playing his corners, and then Priest is gonna be doing Preston things. Who knows how how turned he's gonna be? And then I, I feel like the outlier is kind of major. Like what's he gonna do? You know, we'll, we'll see. We we know what what we can get from the Rocker. And they finished the end of Cold War strong. They really did. So uh, I think they're a good roster. I, I just haven't seen enough. I haven't seen anything from them yet this year. So it's it's just toss-up. That's why I'm like, I don't even fucking know. I'm just going to take a guess and go sure. Rocker. But um, let's go with, uh, we got the Optic Texas going up against the Los Angeles Thieves. Look at this. We got, we got the LA Thieves going up against Optic here at the kickoff classic day two. I like that. A good yeah, yeah, it's good stuff right there. It's gonna be a good matchup. I'm gonna be getting twisted for this shit. I'm gonna go Optic Texas 3-1. I think Optic Texas is gonna be fucking cracked. I think I, feel, I think they're gonna come out just swinging. Uh, what do you guys think? Pat, go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say. I think Optic Texas is gonna mop the floor so bad with the thieves <laughs> that Nate Shot is literally gonna call me up and ask me to join. I think it is gonna be <laughs> the most embarrassing series of the weekend. I feel like Optic Texas is gonna come out and just wipe the floor with them. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I I don't know. I, I I'm I'm excited for that one for sure. Go ahead, Doug. What do you think? I'm with you, Pat, but I don't think it's going to be like a wipe the floor 3-0, but I think, I don't think it's so. going to be I don't a think so either. I think it's going to be like 100-point club, 6-1, nah, no 3-0. Shot. No <laughs> shot. You think so, Pat? You don't think LATs has any chance, like any chance at all? Nah, I think they're just going to get smoked. Really? Interesting. We'll see. 
We'll see how it goes. Doug, who do you got again? Who do you got? I got Texas 3-0, but 3 I don't think it's going to be a smoke show 3-0. Like, I think it'll be competitive, you know? I got I got 3-1 Texas, but I I could see these games being competitive. I, I definitely can. We'll see. We'll see what the fuck happens tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be interesting. We got Toronto Ultra going up against the Florida Mutineers. I haven't seen Toronto play at all. Some of the pros told me they suck. Some of the pros told me they, they're godlike. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on with Toronto Ultra. I haven't seen anything, so I'm going to go with... Uh, and then Florida looked good today. They did, Pat, they looked pretty good today. They did look pretty good today. I think they, they silenced a lot of their doubters today. Mm -hmm. I think maybe Florida's just going to bring in some confidence tomorrow. You know, maybe they're, they're going to continue that hot streak. But my, my problem with Florida right now, going off like how they played today, like yeah. that, that team, Big Wake and Skies has to play at that level. Like for them to, granted they played the Gorillas, but like they have to really put on against the Ultra in my yeah. opinion. No, so. I agree. I agree. I'm going to I'm gonna go Florida 3-2, but it's, the, I mean, this is not going to be easy for Florida. I haven't seen Toronto, but if Toronto's anything like they were last year, I mean, forget about it. You know these guys can play. Doug, what are you thinking, dog? What are you thinking over there? Uh, it's tough, man, because I do like this Florida team. I think they can make runs, but I have so much faith in Toronto, especially on land. I think Toronto's going to win that 3-1. to one. I think it'll be a good series, but I think it's going to be a 3-1 to one for Toronto. All right, I got dog. Toronto 3-2. They win both searches and one respawn. I don't know which, but I think they, right. I think they win both searches. All right, there you go. I think if, if Toronto's been looking weak and respawn, according to people, I think their mm -hmm. S and D is still gonna is gonna. Uh, They'll have some crazy strats and shit. Some crazy. Yeah. This is what the Euros do. It's what the Europeans do. They always pull out some some unique shit. You know, they're doing shit nobody else doing. So listen, I'm excited to go tomorrow. Uh, are you guys? What are you guys doing tomorrow? Are you guys gonna be watch party at all and shit, Doug? You could come on all fucking weekend if you want. It's up to you. I don't give a fuck. Um, I appreciate. It. I got scrims and then I'm going out on a um. Oh, you're going out. Haggy, I think I Haggy want to come on tomorrow. Where, where, where are you going, Doug? Yeah, I got plans tomorrow, man. Where, where are you going, man? Doug, what, Doug, I've heard about this, Doug. What's going on with you? Yeah, you know, I just got some plans, man, you know? Yeah, I'm sure you do, buddy. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's going to be fun. Listen, Doug, yeah, you do what you got to do, all right? Do what you got to do. Take care of basis. I think tomorrow Haggy might be coming on. You know Haggy, he, he, he DM'd me. He said, I'm down to come on tomorrow for sure. I also, uh, maybe I'll reach out to American Maven towards the end of the weekend. Maybe they want to come on reach out to them. We'll see. We'll get some guests on, guys, every every once in a while. But me and Pat will always be here, for the most part, unless something's going on. Uh, ben, yes, executive producer, was nowhere to be found today. He came in for two, three minutes, and then he went to go have some beers. I know he did. I know he did. Oh, yeah. Pat, he went to the bar. He went to He's the fucking bar. He's at the bar. Arlington, whatever bar is in Arlington. Is it, hey, Tom, to I got to go take some meetings. I got to go, go on some phone calls. I got to wrap <laughs> up here. Shut the fuck. You're fucking at the bar. Guys down in the Red Bull vodka as we speak. Yeah, dude. So I had to control the games today. I controlled the VOD. I hope it wasn't too skippy or too bad, Chav. It's hard talking and controlling the VOD at the same time. I don't know what it is, but it's, you know, you got to focus on two things. But listen, like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Make sure to go to anchor.fm slash flank to check out the audio sites that we're on. Go follow at the flank on Twitter. Gersh doing a phenomenal job over there. Shout out to Doug Sensor Martin for coming on today. Uh, Doug might be pushing for the best guest of the flank of the year. We give it an award every year, Doug. You, maybe, maybe that's going to be you this year. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my man, Doug. Uh, obviously, shout out to my man, Pat. And as always, we'll see you guys uh, later. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care, bust your head, and uh, have a good day. Peace out.